1: lurking account he just watches from afar but he's out there he'll just slide into your DMs (laughs) (laughs) hello Egg Chasers it's the Egg Chasers rugby podcast the podcast about rugby that doesn't take itself or the game too seriously here after round four of the Heineken Champions Cup to dissect an amazing week in rugby from the well I was going to say comfort of the rugby do No it is comfortable. Well especially for these two who've got their <laughs> uh, their loungers that JB's just reclining on right now. That's JB. Uh, uh, hello Phil. Uh, sorry, hello Tim. Oh my god. <laughs> and, and there's Phil.
2: <laughs> hello JB and hello Tim. Uh so Come on,
1: let's let's get this out of the way. We'll, we'll apologize in advance for the, uh, the the poor quality of my broadcasting in particular. Yes, and this is because it was
0: work's Christmas party part 2. Yeah, that's right. So last week it was department Christmas party. Uh, With base Hunter. With base Hunter, yeah, of course. <laughs> go, and, uh, go and listen to that
1: last week's episode if you missed
0: it. Yeah, uh, this week's Christmas party was in Chester, the grand city of Chester, where I didn't get to bed till about six in the morning, truth be told. Uh, then by nine o'clock the next morning, I'm on a Santa train going around a, uh, a steam railway. Uh, by Ugh. about 12 o'clock today, I felt more fatigued than one of those guys. There's 48 hours on a crab fishing vessel. Do you know when they opened... <laughs> in the, the... freezing yeah, cold. It was, it, was Arctic worse conditions. Than worse than that, mate. Whew. Screaming kids everywhere. Hero. Screaming kids,
2: three hours sleep, and probably 10 hours of partying.
0: Yeah. Whew. Yeah. It was... Uh, my day yesterday, Tim. So, listen to this. We, um... We spend our weekends in different ways, I guess. Uh, watched a bit of rugby. Um... Went to my friend's house for some drinks. Got a train over to Chester. But before that, I was due to play a game of rugby. Top of the table, Oldham versus Tock
1: H. Big game. Huge game. Huge game. Tock H, ready to go. Oldham, not so much. And and you know what? We're about to get the domestic derby matches in Pro 14, for example. This time of year, there's always some big, tasty games. Exactly. in, In leagues up and down the levels. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So this would be... As big as it gets. This is like this is like X to Saracens next weekend.
0: Yeah. They, well, there are some, some similarities which we'll, which we'll get into certainly. Um, so you you what, would you like to guess guess what the score was? Uh,
1: you sound I can't tell if you sound happy or not.
2: Go yeah, it's good. You you're a bit kind of guarded.
1: I think you've some refereeing decision because of some uh, overzealous ref with a with a HIA or something. Oh, oh no. Or concussion, the, or whatever, or a high tackle, I the, don't know.
0: There were some overzealous people involved. There were some decisions involved, which are, um, no one's particularly happy about. Alden didn't show up to the game. They didn't even phone us to tell us they weren't going. They just didn't show up. Because they think a 4G pitch... They don't, uh, is either dangerous or they don't have the right footwear, so they decided they would not show up.
1: What does Top- not having what does not having the right footwear? Mean? You
0: only can wear anything on these pitch. I mean, we've actually got a pair of Jackson Ray's boots that he he, he used to wear for Saracens on a plastic pitch, and they're just normal rugby boots with normal metal studs. One hundred percent. That's it. That's all you need. Just boots so, and studs.
2: So they didn't. Show- so was there
0: any communication for them to say Friday was the last? Communication, the league ruled that they had to play, they didn't even show up, they wouldn't even pick up their phones.
1: So, have you uh, automatically awarded five points and they're fined? Or,
0: well, we've declined the five points because we want to beat them, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, winning the league's Ill- in our mind is, is, illegit- is really? illegitimate. Wow, yeah, are you going to play them on a regular pitch? No, hold on, hold or on, plastic pitch.
1: Why have you done that?
0: I know. Well, at the time, it seemed like a good idea. I'm sort of reg- <laughs> we're sort of regretting it now, but you know you've got to, you've gotta beat everyone you can't just have a walkover it will create a very spicy game oh next, it's going next be... time when, around. when is
1: that ma when is the rematch uh
0: good question it, it won't be sorted yet will it not not yet probably end of i mean the funny thing is we were struggling to put out well we had a good first date, but we were struggling with numbers, so fantastic news for us. Because we can actually get our best
1: team out now. Well, I suspect there might have been a similar issue with them, hence the... Uh... Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. Uh, oh, like oh, the 4G the 4G pitch. Oh, but
0: we're hard. We're from Oldham. Um, assault of the <laughs> earth working class club. Oh, we're hard. No, you're not.
1: Well, anyway. I, well, going from that and just picking up on what you said, as salt of the earth working class club. Have you seen Ellis Genghis article in the Daily Mail? I've yes. read bits about it, yeah. Yeah, so he's done a few articles this week. Um, one with Alex Lowe in The Times, where he, he uh, turned up for the chat wearing... Like a hoodie with built-in goggles. Yeah. Well, a uh, strong um, look. Well, otherwise, you might lose your goggles. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 100%. <laughs> very sensible.
3: Although,
0: it is weird that you would have... I mean, if you want goggles, you might want them with different outfits, and I think that could be limiting somewhat. We'll just get them sewn into every one of your outfits. Yeah, that's, a, that's a very wise movement.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, when you were younger, you would have your mittens sewn so- in on a bit of elastic down the sleeves of your coat. Yeah. Uh, the... When you need some goggles, have them sewn into your, your hood. Oh, well, did you have the old jumpers which had the
0: Lego man stuck to it?
1: Do you remember them? I've no idea what came, you're talking about. Came
0: from Ox and Spencers and you had a little Lego man actually stuck to the jumper. I can't remember it. That, that no. sounds...
1: That sounds I would have cool. like loved it. would have been a very cool thing to have had. Yeah. You'd, love, you'd love that now, Phil. Yeah,
2: I would do. You're right. Mm. <laughs>
1: uh, but, no, he uh, Ellis Genge is um, speaking very, very honestly, refreshingly so, um, Compared to you know, one thing I think rugby. Well, no, what not? Not I think. As far as I'm concerned, rugby's biggest asset are the people in in the game, and that's up and down when they show up. Any yeah, when they show up, <laughs> any club you any clubhouse you can go into, you'll get a warm welcome, and you'll get you'll get nice folk, and um, and they'll find a, a position for you to play in and a team for you to play in. Uh, that's that's how rugby is. And at the top level, you have superstars who you could have a beer with in, in the pub. Yep, and and they'd ask you questions and tell you stories, mm. whoever you are. Uh, and Alice Genge, um has been talking about well, he sort of covered a, some quite punchy areas, um, racism and and social class as well. Yeah, uh, I like
0: listening to Alice Genj talk because
1: even when he's wrong
0: and i think on some of these things he's just blatantly wrong um but yeah it's hard to say someone's wrong when it's their experience but yeah it's not an experience that i recognize i just like the fact he just says what he thinks yeah and that and and that's it really that's why he's such a good interview uh and that's why so many people like to listen to him yeah
3: yeah
1: so uh, yeah so he he said he so he he sort of talked about the the racism issue and it's uh, as a barrier to rugby but then he sort of moved away from that and said i'm not totally sure it's about the race the race thing it's more a social cultural thing and it's more a class, class system. Thing. He talks yep. about the the public school system and stuff. Uh, yeah, so And but he seems to be talking about that in terms of a barrier to playing rugby. Well, th- and I, I I kind of have a I I kind of don't well But again, there is a barrier,
0: isn't there, to a certain degree. And what yeah. I mean
1: by that is like the level of rugby play that comes out of
0: these private schools is so high that it does make it very difficult for anyone coming through not difficult. I mean, you can still play. There's no barriers to entry. You can always play. But you probably are not going to get this level of coaching, the dedication to your development, or anything else that you're going to get in one of these top, top private schools. And I think that is a barrier of sorts, but it doesn't stop you playing. You know, I never got that, but I still play. So, yeah, maybe he's got a point. And do you know what? It's getting, more, it's getting more and more competitive. Did you read the story the other day about mm. the, the New Zealand school?
1: But that, but that that story of the New Zealand school, that was the one school you know really aggressively targeting players and recruiting them on scholarships, that happens in English schools. I, I was I, I was playing for my um, like rough comp in, in West Berkshire. Well, it's a, I Ooh. Ooh. Sounds sounds uh, really the mean streets in Newbury. <laughs> no, but um, uh, I got I I got offered scholarships for some of the the the, the rugby playing schools in you know in in East Berkshire, yeah. Pangbourne, and you know schools over there. And it probably would have done my rugby a whole lot oh, of good. Oh, definitely! It would have done loads of good, but um, I, I but I didn't do it. But I, I think we live in Manchester right now, and and I'm my lads getting into secondary secondary school age. There are not comprehensive schools in anywhere in Greater Manchester that play rugby union. You're absolutely nope. right. You're absolutely None. right. So um, so the ba- this barrier that Ellis Genge is talking about, it may exist, but it isn't a we're shut. Anyone's having the door shut on them. You're not. You can't come in. You're your port. It's actually just the, there's there's no opportunity to to start that ball rolling. But
0: there's also no opportunity to play ice hockey. You know, if they don't play it, they don't play it. You know, there's nothing. It's not a class thing. They just don't play it. Yeah. I will say this though, um the RFU are very very good uh, around here. The experience that I've had with them, of going into schools and helping clubs. Uh, if you want to set up a club, or if you want help, the RFU are tremendous. so I don't know whether that's going to change with budget cuts and, and all the rest of it. But uh, yeah, they the offer you could not do more to get people into the game. That's just my experience of working with them.
1: And uh, you, you're starting to see that Leinster, as an example, have have based their their team. When you actually look at the schools that their academy graduates that now in their first team, when they come from, they come from the the, the big rugby playing schools, Blackrock, for example. Yep. But they're getting more and more guys from the north of Dublin, the the meaner streets. Um, and they're getting more guys not coming through that school system that are coming through local club system. tig uh, not Bird, Tig Furlong, yeah. an example. Um, so yeah, uh, there's there's many an example. And Ellis Genge is one that if you there are as a lot of untapped potential. So I would I would sort of disagree with Ellis Genge that there's anyone keeping people out. I don't think Blazers and posh toffs no, or God anything no. like that is keeping people out. I think they keep everyone in the game. If anything, more, m- more could potentially be done to proactively go out and try and recruit people because we can see from Ellis Genge there's a there's a lot of talent.
0: There is, yeah. there is. Um, rugby,
1: yeah.
2: Well, do we want to start where the Ellis Genge's talent was being applied?
1: No, why don't we do it? Uh, let's we'll do it chronologically. let yeah. let's, let's well let's firstly congratulate um you. Northampton on on not losing this weekend. <laughs> yep. Well done. Yes. Oh, uh, sorry, to so yeah.
0: congratulate you actually. Yes, so, your uh, th-
1: performance on Friday
0: night. Yeah, so um this is how I now watch um BT Sports games. I watch the I, I like to mix the better game with the better build-up. <laughs> so, I really I really enjoyed the Scarlet's build-up. Watched it uh top top to bottom fantastic even turned off turn to turn, turn, turn over turned over for half time completely irrelevant to my rugby watching experience but then I went and watched watch the game I recommend everyone do do that
1: <laughs> I, I can just say having now done it and done the the presenting part so the reporting part I I absolutely love and you you chat to the DORs and the players and and it's kind of your job to in very small packages just kind of add and push on the story, or dig, or try and reveal things, or whatever. And um, but when you're like the the host and holding it all together, I think that the nearest. I was thinking about this and trying to describe it to a mate of mine who called me up and said, "How was it?" And I said to him because he's in he's sort of in, in an office job. I said, "Imagine doing a presentation to your teammates whilst trying to have a phone call with your boss at the <laughs> same time, <laughs> because the the amount that's going on in your ears." I bet and trying not, trying desperately not to look like you are concentrating on what's happening in your ears and yeah it's uh, I've got so much respect for those people that are amazing God, they're, heroes they're, like, they're like, heroes they're heroes like, they're heroes Craig and Sarah and Bates are brilliant so yeah. I thought you did very very well mate yeah. very well a- I had a great time
2: agreed and you had uh, John Barkley alongside oh, you who was very good What a lovely bloke yeah, he came across very well. It was interesting. To and get. who was
0: he the other? He had Barclay and uh, Ferris,
2: Ferris. Ferris, who was doing co-comms as well. Is he
1: big in real life? Yeah, he is. He's big. Hmm. Very big guy. It's, it, he's so popular at, um, yeah. at Ravenhill. It's, he, oh, I bet. He, he, we had this. There was this little old lady. St- I can't do it. I was gonna do an Irish accent, I won't do one. <laughs> this little old lady came up, just came up, she had a flask. Stephen, how would you, <laughs> would you would you like a cup of tea? Would you like a cup of tea? Would your friends like a cup of tea? <laughs> yes. Got some cake.
2: It's like Mrs. Doyle from yeah. Father Ted. It was great. Uh I I thought I thought Barclay was very good. He spoke very well. And it's interesting to get that perspective because until recently he's been so involved in the mm. Scarlet's camp, so he knows everything that's going on there. Mm. But he's now like a little bit more detached, and mm. so he can probably be a bit more objective than someone who's still entrenched in the camp. Mm. So, no, I, th- I thought it was very good. I thought the whole thing was very good. Mm. Well, the, the game was good as well. Yeah, well, I didn't watch this, I
0: was watching the other game.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, here's, here's, let's just very quickly, rather than getting into. A specific game. Let's just have a quick, like, bird's eye view on where things stand. And because, because we've this is the weekend where we've kind of got a real shape to what's going on, and and a couple of things to pick out of that is let's uh, let's get the pool. pool. So, the pools, yeah, yeah. So, go like pool one. Um, hold on a second, there we go. So, pool one, um, wasps and bath are gone, Leinster and Toulouse are gonna both qualify. It's just who. Qualifies top, 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 and that will be based on the next game in Dublin, which, which is going to be the game of the tournament so far. Agreed. Yeah. <clears throat> pool 2 is wide open. Uh, uh, I this mean, is the
2: most open of any pool. Yeah. Any one of those four teams can theoretically still qualify. And
1: Munster would have looked at that result at King's Home on Friday night, to gloucester which I'm sure we'll talk about, and um, they will have thought, brilliant, that's, that's the result we wanted, Exeter yeah. winning. Now we can really put one foot in the quarterfinals. Yeah. And uh, they blew it, and there's plenty to talk about in that game. Um, Saracens and Glasgow are probably going to qualify from Pool 3. Uh, the Blues and Leon have been poor, and they're gone. Um,
2: Looks like it. Bit of a scrappy win for, for Saracens, but yeah. a win on you, the road.
1: Yeah, you'd expect the Saracens to top the pool, one of the top seeds in Glasgow to qualify. Um, in Pool 4, Rassing and Ulster. So Racing will definitely qualify and top... Leicester and Scarlets has gone. Ulster will be one of those on the on the border of yeah, much like last season. And I, yeah, I was
2: looking back and last season they just needed something out of the trip to Wasps uh, when Wasps had no skin in the game at all and they couldn't do it. So I'm hoping, hoping it's better. And the, the, I'm very encouraged by the two results against a good Scarlets team. Mm. Two bonus point wins against Scarlets is impressive. Yeah,
1: and and Paul Five, Edinburgh and Montpellier look like the two that, that could emerge, probably, I would guess, pretend, probably, possibly. Oh, no, it could get two, because Montpellier could end up winning the pool, but Edinburgh qualifies a runner. So the, the sort of big takeaways are Scotland could well have two sides in the quarterfinals, which yeah. is that's yeah. massive. So
0: pool is interesting, right? Yeah. Do you think that's the time to just throw as much money at Richard Cockrell as, <laughs> as possible? <though?
2: laughs> but we've seen it. We've seen Cockrell with this squad. With
0: 98% of this squad, and it did not finish well. It didn't finish well, but maybe that was Aaron Major's fault, after all. (laughs) Maybe it was Major's fault, because he's doing some job at Edinburgh. He's doing a hell of a job. And look at that, Newcastle, Montpellier, Toulon, uh, right at the top of the tree, Edinburgh. That's brilliant. Yeah.
1: Uh, Have they got, who have Edinburgh got? Edinburgh go to Toulon, and they've got Montpellier at home.
0: Yeah. So, (sighs) look at that, you know, Montpellier. Probably still hot favourites to top that group because they're Montpellier and they're massive. They need to pick up two wins, one against Edinburgh. They they will do, do them as, do them in the top spot, but it looks like Edinburgh will still qualify.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I think Edinburgh, runs, no. Edinburgh need a win. They need one win out of the next two games, and they should qualify.
1: I, th- I uh, yeah, I can't help thinking we might have history repeating and Ulster just miss out. Again. I know,
2: I know. I'm I'm hoping not. I'm hoping so. McFarland has come in and done some very good things. He seems to have got the team playing in a way, and particularly the defensive structure playing in a way that, well, if you can shut Scarlets down in the way that they have done over the last two games, they're they're looking not too bad. So I'm, I'm just hoping that we can get one win from the next two, uh, hopefully against Tigers, and then sneak in with kind of maybe maybe a bonus point.
1: Uh- and here's a prediction. Then, so I'm going to say there'll be three French teams, yeah, two Irish teams, yeah, two Scottish teams, oh. and an English team in the quarterfinals. So two
2: Saracens, yeah, two, two Irish, not three Irish.
1: Yeah, mm. I'm going for Ulster. I'm going for Ulster missing out. Yeah, and Edinburgh getting in as one of the runners up. And th- so my point being, that's just. I mean, it, it could play out differently, obviously, and an Exeter could could emerge, but. What does it say about the Premiership that it could? It's very conceivable that Saracens, who only snuck in in eighth position last year, could also be the only English team in the quarterfinals. It doesn't bother me really.
0: Swings and roundabouts. I mean, not so long ago, there was only one Irish team in, and all the English teams qualified. It's a hard competition, and if you knew, or if the English teams were going through every year, um, then you know that would be that. That that would be something. But it stands to reason that these teams will uh, will uh, will rotate. The best thing as well is the sheer amount of different nations. I think it's only Wales that probably will end up with no representation in the...
1: Well, they definitely will end up with none.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, do, it doesn't bother me at all. Swings around a lot.
1: Hmm. Do, do you think there's anything to read into it, Phil?
2: No, I, I generally do agree. It, I think it does show that certainly at the top half of the league... Um, Pro fourteen compared to Premiership, arguably a little bit stronger. Uh, there's there's more teams that can compete at this higher level.
0: Yeah, and also it is a funny year. Um, like Bath and Wasps are just ugh, they're just not that good. I mean that's <laughs> what it comes down it's to. Not just this year for those two. Yeah, uh, <sighs> Gloucester are the ones. They're so disappointing. They're so disappointing because I just settled in on Friday and. I finally got my head round. I mean, I love Exeter, so I just got my head round the fact that Exeter are going to lose tonight. It's going to be the end of another European dream. But the good news of all this is, I get to watch this Gloucester team develop and push on forward, and it's a nice story. And just as you accept that as a fact, Gloucester go and absolutely ruin it at home. It's a team that they beat last beat beat last week and lose. But it's that Exeter team,
2: and so looking at so. The way that I look at the Premiership at the moment, and I think the table reflects this, Saracens are the best team, Exeter are comfortably the second best team, Mm -hmm. and on form this season, Gloucester have been the third best team. And you've got the second best and third best team picked together in a Mm. pool, and in a bloody tough pool as well, because as Munster found out, Cast are no mugs. No. They are a very, very difficult team to play, for lots of reasons. Uh, They play right on the edge of the law, but... That is a really tough group that that uh, pool. And
1: I'm, I'm just going to take the opportunity to to bang that drum as well for Joel Abd, who's an, an English coach over in Cast, doing Who? brilliant, doing brilliant things. <laughs> Joel Abd. Did you know him? I, I might have bumped into him a couple of times. Uh, so, but no, let, let's talk about that game and let's talk about the controversy because, predictably enough, um, social media is awash Uh-oh. with bitter, <laughs> with very, very bitter Munstermen <laughs> and Irish. Um, Irish blogs, and, all of them. Yeah,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it wasn't so long ago, was it? That uh, Andrew Conway didn't he? Didn't he do like a, an outrageous thing that should have been a red card recently um, in a game? Uh,
0: I don't remember. My, but... my
1: point being exactly what you said about it swings and roundabouts. It's fine. I, I go. It swings and roundabouts. There's no conspiracy. Oh yeah, it was the. It was. It was against at Sandy Park. Andrew Conway did that like flying oh. shoulder to Steenson's head. Did he? At, yeah. Which from went unpunished kick. from the kick. From Ooh. the from the conversion.
2: He followed I through that. He, Yeah, first game of the season he followed through on the conversion.
1: Yeah. And nothing happened. And a lot of people yeah, just fair enough that happens. You get <laughs> some you get some calls, you don't get some calls. You can't only moan when you don't get the calls. Like, so what was the call call that they didn't get?
2: Uh there, there's a few um so there's the Conway uh knock on for a try that was this, so it was disallowed, it was rightly disallowed. Although there is an argument that it could have been a penalty try because he knocked it on because the cast number 10 s- dived in kind of feet first as he was trying to collect yeah, the ball.
1: And Brian Adriscoll, um said today that he thought it was a, a knee first at the player. Uh-huh. I think what was actually happening. And I always like to try and think the best of a situation. Uh-huh. I genuinely think that the the cast fly half, what's his name, not boxies, no, no, don't uh, well, know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I genuinely think he was trying to kick the ball out. He realised he wasn't that Andrew Conway was going to get there first. It would probably be a try, and I think he was trying to reach his toe out to to kick the ball. So
2: I, I agree. I think there's one angle where you slow it down. It looks horrific. I think when you watch it in real time from like sideways on, certainly from the angle that the referee would have seen it, it is just two players going for the ball and Conway gets there marginally before him. So I, don't, I don't actually think these decisions were that controversial. There's maybe where, I think it was Cocker on the floor, puts his hand in someone's face. That could have been a penalty. It could have even possibly been a yellow card, but...
1: It's being I talked about as a possible very long ban for gouging. Is it going to be cited? Or is it cited? Well, it hasn't been cited yet, but. Not I've, from what I've seen yet. Yeah. I think it can be by tomorrow. But again, trying to think the best. Unfortunately for Cockett, he's got previous. And who knows, there may have been malicious intent. I'm not, I, who knows? But I don't. I think the guy that Cocker pushed. Was like I mean he was lying on the wrong side, preventing the ball from coming out of a ruck. Get his Cockett, eyes. Cockett was the guy. <laughs> Take his eyes. Yeah, <laughs> bit of ruck justice. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, Cockett, was, Cock- Cockett was the uh, the ball carrier with the ball, and I think I think he was pushing him just to say get the hell out of the way. He did that in the face, so yeah. that, he's left himself open to being accused of it. But I don't I'm sure. Yeah,
2: I, I think so. This is. It's, it's a very tough place to go, and Munster have got a very good, very well-drilled pack yeah. who were disrupted and mm. disturbed and prevented from doing their normal things, playing their normal game. So, Cock, uh, Cast played right on the edge of the law um, and played to the referee to an extent and got away with it. So, fair fair play, Cast. There's not many teams who would want to go up against that cast team in cast as well. Uh, they on, are tough,
1: totally. And on, on the um, on on the potential accused, alleged gouging thing, uh, 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 Wayne Barnes is coming up for a lot of criticism because for gouging again, Wayne. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Wayne Fingers Barnes. Yeah, uh, he's um he's oh dear, uh, he's coming up for a lot of uh, stick from the from people criticising him because he didn't actually review it with the tmo however i just want to actually say fair play wayne barnes and well done because the fact that what happened is peter romani went up to wayne barnes and said one of my players said that he just got gouged you need to have a look and wayne barnes has gone do you know what it's on tape if it needs to be got it will be got but i I didn't see it and so, Wayne Barnes was not wanting to set a precedent where if you ask for something, yeah. then, then I'll take it to the TMO, which is the right way to yeah. do it. Yeah, fine. It, it I mean,
0: something as serious as gouging, I guess a lot of refs would go, oh, best to have a look at that. Yeah. Or,
1: but that's what the TMO is there for, to proactively yeah. say, uh, Wayne, I've just seen something I want you to have a look at. Where's not, he... it shouldn't come from players on the field. Yeah,
0: where it's very isn't serious it foul play. Yeah, it's weird that, isn't it, that you got to wait for the TMO to interrupt, but the players can't, and they're actually there looking at the things.
1: But you are uh, you. you it's a uh, you, know, you, you. open that box, and you will get yeah appeals constantly
0: left, right, and centre. People will be appealing. So it is interesting um, with all that controversy. Obviously, cast one, and that means that this group is potentially. I mean, extra could legitimately still go through.
1: Only one side's coming out of that pool. Okay, but any side could top the pool.
0: Yes. 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 Yeah. Ah, uh, so,
1: yes. I see what you mean. Yeah. So. If, it, yeah, they've got to win the pool, and that's uh, not exactly easy. So, Exeter going to have to win two with two bonus points. Yes, yes. and hope that Munster lose. Well, game. so we, oh no, oh no. Exeter do
0: play
2: Munster. So yes. Exeter have to hope. Actually, that...
1: if, if if Exeter win with two bonus point wins and deny Munster a losing bonus point, then then they then they could win regardless of what Munster do. Unless of
0: course they could do. Gloucester win two bonus point games because
1: I think if it's if you're if you're tied on points then it's the head head to to head, head.
0: right? So Gloucester Gloucester could keep them out if well, yeah. In fact, everyone can keep them out. So and and the
1: games are um, Gloucester have got to go to Cast next.
2: Yeah, so that will not be easy.
1: Oh no, hold on. No. No, 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 Cast come to Exeter and then Exeter have to go to Munster in round 6. Yeah. So Gloucester have Munster next at King's Home. Or is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it will
2: be. It will be. So that is winnable for, yeah. for Gloucester. God, that is that is by far the closest pool. Yeah. It's the only pool where anyone, any, anyone can legitimately qualify.
0: Uh, did you uh, obviously you didn't watch the Gloucester game, Tim. You were busy nope. presenting other games. Did you watch the Gloucester game, Phil? Totally no, I, I watched the Ulster game.
1: Did you? Of, of course, course I did. Pride, Pride,
2: Ulsterman. Of course I did. Another bonus point win. Stockers finishing again. Oh, the guy. He's so good. Freak. He's so, so good. Because he didn't have many chances. No. And it was just that one little. It was the read. The read from the two of them, from him reading that Billy Burns had read that, uh, I think it was Steph Evans, was slightly too far forward. The full-back hat wasn't covering across. And there was a little, there was kind of like a five-yard square that he could bounce, dink that ball over, bounce it into, and it bounced up perfectly. And Stocker's just had the pace and strength to get in from there.
1: Is Stocker's Ireland's best young winger? He might be the world's best young winger. Well, him and Rico
2: Iwani. Jordan Lamore. Uh, I think Stocker is better. Stockers
1: broke the record for number of tries in the Six Nations, won the Grand Slam, beat Ireland, tearing up trees with Ulster.
2: He's, Lom- Lom- he's, is he's, he's
1: unplayable. He'd be in a World 15 if you were picking one. He's he very be. good, isn't
2: he? He would be. Very, very good. Because he's so quick. He's so strong. He's so big and so strong. But he reads the game phenomenally well yeah. as well. He's complete package for me.
0: Yeah, Ireland they oh god they're going to be a nightmare. Uh, did you watch um did you watch just thinking of thinking of Irish players? Did you watch um how effective Simon Zebo was? Uh, yes, against Leicester? He's on really Crikey. good form this season. Isn't he just?
2: <clears throat> I mean that that uh, to jump into that game uh we were in, in the group. The first try. I mean his line was superb, but that Leicester defense. Oh, they're it, was, bad. it was like there was no it, it appeared as if there was no communication at all. Because Tomston just shoots off past Zebo as if he's getting a call from the inside saying, go, 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 go. But there's no one making the, no one on the inside making that call. So he just shoots off, and Zeebo just strolls through that
0: hole, and then the pass out to him off, and him off. It's easy. It's like a tra- training ground. I genuinely don't understand how professional rugby players can be so bad at defending. Like, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be funny. I genuinely don't understand it. Because we all know we need to talk yeah you know, that's the basic rugby one oh one that's the biggest difference between amateur and pro teams when you watch them train is the How noise yeah, yeah, yeah it's all and it, noise and if
1: you yeah because on on that Adam Thompson one you're right you're right if you had to make a decision one way or the other you would go I'll give them the outside yeah yeah not I won't you should you should only push if he's
2: getting the call from the from the inside yeah but well if so, if Manu was calling from the inside, Manu's got it completely wrong. I just can't believe that Manu would have and called. And you
1: would do that thing where, like, where, where they call, where you call it, um, defend soft. So yeah. rather than flying up and out, you fly backwards. Like you run, you yeah, corner yeah. flag it, you, run almost diagonally
2: backwards. The line-out was on the halfway line, so you can yeah. you can afford to give away twenty yards as long as you make the tackle. Mm. But they gave away well fifty yards and didn't make any oh. tackle. Didn't put no one put a hand on. Do you not think the the Russian players?
0: Uh, the Eber, I can't remember what what's his name, Teddy Eber, whatever his name is. Yeah, Iberon, Iberon. E- Do you not think his first try was more egregious? I mean, when a little nine is only oh, yeah. like five yards out and you're in a dogleg on your he, own try, He be, powers be, through yeah,
2: two tackles. The,
0: a groundsman, a groundsman has gone through the effort to make the defensive line for you, and you <laughs> still can't keep it straight. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, just think just that down. Thanks. Smallest guy
1: on the field, not a problem. It's, it's it's hard to think that that's coaching because, as you say, this is so basic. It isn't it? Is it? And, and I and I was watching this in, in Dublin, looking at Bath. So let's talk, let's let's sort of club Leicester and Bath together. I, I, you can't help thinking this this like a mindset. Yeah,
0: issue. you're absolutely right. Not this isn't.
1: Co- well, I don't know unless they're being coached to. Yeah, just just push if you feel like pushing. Yeah, but
2: push. no matter what the man inside you says, just push. It'll be right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Everyone else will have to react. Defend I... as you feel. <laughs> Hippie
0: defense. <Yeah. laughs> Don't no. Yeah, no judgment here. Um,
2: I I I think so. In Leicester's case, particularly, I think there there is massive communication problems there, and and kind of discipline and structure problems. Um, I think in both cases just blaming the defense does it undersells just how good the attacks were just how mm. good both the Leinster and that yeah, Racing 92 attack because they they are both i mean they are two of the three best teams oh. or two of the four best teams in I, Europe at the moment I think
0: Racing look amazing and they're definitely the most fun to actually I'll ask you boys who is the most uh, most fun to watch because I think it's Racing
2: Racing have got to be up there
1: yeah to lose with Cheslin Colby and
2: they look yeah. bloody good.
1: And the offloading game good. and kinda offloading for fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so
2: the kind of Kano pick up off of his toes was
0: class. So I always think two things really. I always think lots of things. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but fundamentally I think yeah, you know, when English and Australian teams play really well, they play well. And they play rugby league, kind of quite a lot of intricacy and running lines and Yeah, the kind of dummy running lines. Yeah, that's what stuff. English teams do really well. Which leads to my second thing, which is, I always think that teams who haven't got, or countries that don't play rugby league and don't have a huge amount of rugby league coaches easily available are at a massive disadvantage. So that's one of the reasons I think that France aren't doing too well and you know, um, South Africa can struggle from time to time because they, they need rugby league coaches in order to put this together. But when... When France do play well and French teams play well it 's completely different because instead of this rugby league style thing it 's smash it up and then offload from anywhere yeah anywhere
2: but it's it's the offloads that are made because of the the way that the supporting players read the play, yeah, so the when the offloading game is working well and you're getting kind of positive strong carries, good yak and then looking for the offload with a man flying onto the offload. Yeah. And he bends the line a little bit further. And then the third man bends the line a little bit further. And then so many defenders have been sucked in that there's room out wide that you can spread it
0: a little bit. But it's fundamentally like a different style of play, isn't it? I mean, you're looking for different sorts of spaces. Uh, so, yeah, those are the two things that I think about when <laughs> French teams are good. And this, and this is a bloody good team. Do you always get? It is a very good team. Yeah. What always gets me about the European Cup is how much stuff I don't know. Like I was looking at the uh, wrestling team who I even watched last week, and I don't know half the names <laughs> of the pack. Um, Toulouse, who are the, you know probably the top team in the top fourteen at the moment. If they're not, I think they're second or something. Literally, I know. I don't know. You know Kano. I know Takori. I know Kano. That's it. Honestly, that is it. Yeah, could, could you name could, could you name those guys? Francois,
2: Croix, uh the six, I kind of know. Oh, and Julian Gallan uh, on the bench. Did he play Julian? He, yeah, he was on the bench. He
1: was amazing five years ago
2: <laughs> when he was a younger up and comer.
1: Yeah, amazing. Um, well, we at Rugby Podcast we had loads of people getting in touch with with questions and thoughts and stuff. Uh, firstly, Tello number nine says, uh, "Got any stolen?" No, not No, sure. we've not
2: had any stolen yet. Not was yet.
1: Your your wonderful Stalin in <laughs> God, that was about four years Your ago. wonderful homemade stolen. That was a reference to. So, Tello, thank you for listening for so long.
2: I might have to try and make some this year. Oh,
0: delicious. It
2: was uh, good, that,
1: wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and what, what was it? Uh, oh, yeah. David Belshaw uh, had a question. How will Tigers fare in the championship next season?
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, question. Tigers it's... are on
1: their worst run. In the professional era, since 1975, I heard. Yeah, well, so the profe- like, yeah. like This the, yeah. the coach oh, leagues. Yeah. The, well, that was even pre-league. There was no such thing as a league in 1975. It was all friendlies. Yeah, but don't they? Didn't they do it? They sort of guessed where... Uh, this,
0: by the way, I'm making this up. I don't know if this... you might, may well be right. Yeah, on so this. you had a huge table, right? Is it like a ladder. Oh well, right, I see. Yeah, a huge table, uh, including the Welsh teams, from what I remember, and they'd have fixtures which were played and fulfilled every year. And they'd sort of do it almost like college football, like you sort of guessed which is the best oh, team. So, okay. So like if you had an unbeaten year, you you might be at the top of the league table, oh, yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm sure you're making this Eight up Eight
1: straight though. defeats. Yep. There's talk of Dave Ellis coming in to sort out the defence. The defence coach. Uh, yeah, mm. so he's at Leon at the moment. Yeah. Or, or is he? I think he's consulting, you know. That's a great gig, that. You get none of the responsibility. Yeah. A big load of wedge. Yeah,
0: consulting. Uh, so... And Mike Ford, not seen him uh, at Tigers yet. I, I I thought that'd be been a great signing. Brad Davis is another guy who's been linked oh, yeah. to the Tigers job. Um, now, is he on Australia? Was he at Wasps? Brad Davis? Have I got that? No, on, that's Bradley Davis. <laughs> the second row, of the world. I'm sure Brad row. Davis was at Wasps, though.
2: Don't know.
1: Why didn't you, you Google it? for That's what know? I'm trying to do right now. Well
2: done. I've got Brad Davis, actor.
1: Yeah. That's, that's the guy. Anyway, anyway, they, they need to sort their, their defense out. But like you say, it's, it's more than that. And uh, I mean, it's, it's weird when you look at the names of the players in the squad and then and then look at the performances on the field. They, they don't tally together, except they're just the the back row. Oh, I don't know. But then Brendan O'Connor and oh, I just I don't get it. They're definitely good enough to be fourth.
2: Well, they've got the per- personnel. Yeah, oh, they've got most of the personnel to justify a top four spot. They, they have only ever seen it in glimpses, or only ever shown it in glimpses, for the past two seasons, three seasons. Mm.
0: Yeah. Now, just on Tigers, whilst we're here, there is talk of a new Manu Tuolangi deal mm. in the offing, because mm. this last one was an, an mitigated success. They're going <laughs> to do uh, it again. Yeah. yeah. Would you keep Manu No. No, nah, I wouldn't either. Phil, well,
1: pay de- as you play, de-
2: depend. Yeah, depends on the deal. Mm. No. So his his old deal, which I believe is something in the region 450? of four hundred fifty. Yeah, <laughs> about that. About that much. Probably not.
1: Definitely not. Probably not. It's like asking Worcester Warriors fan: Would you would you, do you fancy extending Ben Te'o's contract? No, nope. <laughs> no, not no. interested in that. Well, and particularly this ties in with. Uh, I don't know if you saw Dai Young talking to BT Sport. He spoke really amazingly, very, very honestly. Him and Nick Eastwood from the club have come out and addressed some of the things that have been talked about. The talk of players leaving, talk of training ground facilities in, that have been linked to the reason Elliot Daly wants to go. And they've come out and, um, and Dai Young just said, look, there are a lot of other clubs that weren't spending the salary cap that are now suddenly spending the salary cap Sale, Worcester. He didn't name it. Oh, well, whoa, whoa, Sale so are not spending up to They, they but... will be next season. Well. Hundred percent. We will, see. will, we be. They will see. be. They will be, they will be. Okay. Sale, uh, Worcester, and another, I don't know, um, anyway, point being other clubs are spending more money. So then so Bristol have come in and they're, you know, rumoured to be offering Nathan Hughes half a million pounds a year. Sale are rumoured to be offering Jake Cooper Woolley eye watering amounts of money to come as a tight head prop. Um and wasps can't compete. So, teams that like Leicester, as well, who are already spending the salary cap, don't have any additional money to spend. So, when people come in for their guys with a bit more money, that's how that, it should work. Though, and isn't it, it? Yeah, no, no, absolutely. That is how salary cap should work. So, you're going to see a bit of a redistribution of players. It doesn't seem to affect Saracens, but. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they wear a lot of they nice do watches of...
0: those Saracens boys don't they lots of nice watches why do you need three watches
1: on the same arm I'll never understand that. <laughs> why
2: have you got three on each ankle yeah <laughs> bizarre
1: but they're yeah. never late <laughs> but yeah there's some English sides going through a bit of a transition uh, Bath as well who mm. are rumoured to be getting Andre Pollard for next season they, Bath hell
2: gets, Bath get linked to some players any big name that's coming to the premiership they get linked to
1: but Andre Pollard that's the one you could because And Freddie Burns I've got a lot of time for I think he's a great bloke uh, Rhys Priestland you know he's a, he's a really top guy Great, both brilliant professionals but if you had to go do you want Priestland and Burns or do you want Andre Pollard I know, I know I, where my money's going yeah.
0: so I would look at it slightly differently uh, don't get me wrong I want Andre Pollard that's the guy I'd have, right? But the fact that we say Rees, Reesland, Reesland, who, Reesland. Is who else Why Reesland? we have calling that before. Um, Rees- yeah, Reesland, Reesland or Burns, um, Priestland or Burns, it should Burns. be Priestland <laughs> or Burns, not Priestland and Burns. They would do themselves a huge favour. They yeah. just got rid of one of them, yeah. just, just get rid, gone. And then you never need to worry about who you're backing, you know, who your number 10 is, all that sort of stuff.
1: Why not go back in time and Keep Adam Hastings and let one and because Adam Hastings was terrible at Bath. <laughs> he, he that's, was, what, that's what people forget. He was awful. He was, but he, he didn't get
2: much game time. No, if, if you'd have just given him a bit more game time, yeah. Uh, the Adam oh, Hast- just just use young Englishman James Wilson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> keep keep playing him. <laughs> he gets
0: more. Uh, he gets younger and more English every year. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, <sighs> Andre Pollard would be amazing.
1: An amazing capture. Mm. I and don't uh, believe it for a second. It's not where I want this CVC money which I think that there's talk that the deal's pretty much done and there will be some money in that's not what I want to see though is Andre Pollard I just but then this brings us back around to ring fencing and we're not going to go around but that again. Why are you not we're want not to see? Go around that Ho- again. Andre Pollard. I he's think amazing. Oh, I, do, I think a few
2: of the best
0: players coming into the league yeah, and he's, is exactly what you want. Yeah it's he's the right, definitely the the right players. players. Yeah, yeah actually yeah that's fair. Like,
1: yeah, I'll, I'll take it back. Yeah you're right.
0: Like Dimitri Katrikalis I wouldn't want him showing up. I mean, no, that,
1: nothing against Dimitri Kapralos at all. Um, well, I'm, I'm sure he'd be. He might take some offence to that, but I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, be,
0: because he's not, you know, yeah. the key guy in the spring box. Totally, like, Bowden Barrett would be more than welcome to come over and play in, play in the Premiership too. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's what you want. You want the spark, like, relatively sparse but real talented players that other players around them can learn and develop yeah. off, uh, and that are going to bring fans and and. Uh, watchers into the game.
1: Right, a little tangent and we'll return to, yeah. to the rugby. Please. Sp- Sports Personality of the Year ha- has happened or uh-huh. is happening as we talk. Yeah. I don't know if the win has been announced yet. Let me have a look. Um, it has. Who oh. is it? Garant Thomas. Oh, good. <sighs> yeah. I good with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was disappointed um, that Rory Best or Stockers maybe even as we talked about weren't weren't really Weren't in the running, and Harry Kane was. Harry Kane, who scored a few goals at a World Cup. He, he did. He scored. Well, he scored a lot of goals. He got to a semi-final. Blew, blew it. blew it in a semi-final. Uh, I think that's a little hard. All right. Well, he. Okay. He did. He, okay. he should be
0: nominated. But so should, so but, should someone from Ireland.
1: Well, I. I, th- I think it says everything about. Well, no, it doesn't say everything. I think it says something about British. Sporting mentality that. let just about the that, BBC that, that Harry... <laughs> Yeah, it's,
0: it's, it's, it's a true. pointless show. It you know, I don't know when the first one was, but it feels like something some relic of the fifties. So it's a it's a pointless evening. It's 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 just not it's not even worth paying attention to. It doesn't tell me anything about sport. Just, I hate it. <laughs> my my it,
1: point being, um, Harry. Yeah, so Harry Kane had a good World Cup, Golden Boot. England got to a semi-final, didn't win anything. Uh, Rory Best and Stockers, Grand Slam, beat the All Blacks. I don't know if they won team of the year. I know because like, it's Great Britain, isn't it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And
1: with Brexit going on, they're not going to go there. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, Actually, I'm surprised with Brexit going on that they didn't They didn't do exactly that. So, oh, you know, yeah. Just, just like, just like put, you know, prove a point.
2: Well, Stockers did win the uh, Northern, Northern Ireland. I can't believe it. What? The Northern
0: uh, Ireland one. I've got. Uh, I can only imagine how deep the field is for that. <laughs>
2: Stockers, Rory Burst. Best, uh, McCloskey, Ruin
0: Pino. Five five straight years.
2: Hendo Hendo. After those two tries this weekend, he must have been pretty close. Uh,
1: Ferris is still on the list. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Not played in the last four years. But still
0: there.
1: Yeah. Still still nom-
2: a nominee every year.
1: And this is your last chance to get yourself. I'm just going to remind you again. Last chance of twenty to in time for Christmas to get yourself a cornerstone razor or someone you love a cornerstone razor for only a few quid amazing German precision engineered razors. Unlike these little copycat things that are trying to do the same thing. No plastic shaft. What's that about? You get an, an aluminium shaft engraved with your initials, or the initials of someone you uh, care about or love perfect Christmas gift. And because you listen to us, we can get that for you. Six razors in a presentation box with your free aluminium shaft engraved sent to you from cornerstone for just four quid cornerstone.co.uk slash egg chasers that's cornerstone.co.uk slash egg chasers or egg 10 checkouts come on then jb what, what what's what's what was your highlight
2: of the week jay well in terms of the rugby
0: i'm just going to pause this podcast for two seconds and we're back in the room so we're back in the room yeah so um i just paused the podcast because i wanted to get the Wheel of Rugby which is my new highlights. So <laughs> now I haven't got
1: we, we we came up with this on the piss, didn't yeah, we? We did. We were <laughs> we were out
0: there. we were out in Italy and we thought we needed a new game.
1: That was that was when we were having a chat with some world class anesthetist. That's oh, right. Yeah. That's anesthetists.
0: Yeah. Over hundred. Over 100 papers published.
1: Uh, who, I mean, imagine someone coming up to you and like, having a conversation, what do you do? Okay, what do you do? I'm, a, I'm an anaesthetist. Oh, my wife... Oh, this is what Phil said. Oh, my wife's an anaesthetist. He said, and so the guy said, she'll know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that happens. And she did. Yeah. yeah. That happens to me quite a lot when some, <laughs>
0: people, some people say, yeah, yeah, um, um I'm a, I'm a podcaster. Yeah, I'm a podcaster too. And I'll go, yeah, they know me. <laughs> it's, it's, exactly, it's exactly the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. So, the wheel of rugby. I've basically got all the Premiership teams here. I'm going to spin that wheel. We're going to end up with a Premiership team. And then I've got another wheel full of positions. And I'm going to add another wheel to that next week. But that that's that, <laughs> not okay. be for then. So there's two wheels for I'm this. We're just going to talk for, for five minutes, or two minutes, or three minutes, or however long
1: it needs. About what we have. Well, so I'll, 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 I'll get a stopwatch, and if we get to five minutes, then I'll, I'll we've let done you know. well.
0: Yeah. So here we go, spinning the wheel.
1: It's spinning. It's spinning. It's spinning. Need a little sound uh-oh, effect for this. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 this isn't this isn't this isn't good enough production quality. Wait there, one second. Now don't pause it. Okay. Um, spinning. Oh, tombola sound effect. Tom- <laughs> tombola sound effect. Here we go. That's not a Tombola, that's a bloody drum roll.
0: (laughs) This is quality. This is amazing. This is high quality stuff.
2: We are really increasing those production values.
1: Uh, uh, Wheel spin sound effect. It's not gonna work, is it? No, it's not gonna work. Hold on, hold on. Try this. (laughs) Here we go. Uh, Ready? Yeah, go. I am going. It's a big build-up but it just effectively. You say the club bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, anyway, oh, and now oh 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 oh. oh. Second uh, second wheel. Spinning weight is coming. There we go. That's what I was trying to get to.
0: Back row. Bath
1: Ooh. back Ooh. row. Back row. What a, what a great way to start. And we could talk. We could talk about anything there, couldn't we? Basically, yeah. So like. Oh, Dan Lyle just popped into my head for some reason. So, Dan f-
2: Lyle, Captain America. Captain, Captain America. America. So
1: the first Bath
0: team I remember watching included Dan Lyle and it also included, I want to say, no, it was someone Gardner. Now, I want to say Angus Gardner, but I'm, that's the referee. That is the referee. I'm sure there was an Angus Gardner who played back row for, back row for Bath.
3: Hmm.
1: Why don't you Google it, Phil? The, <laughs> the first some the first rugby team I ever went to watch was uh, Bath and Andy Robinson was the open side. Of course, Bath, though much like South Africa, used to put their 6 and 7 in the opposite shirt. Now, I heard the other day, I don't know if this is true, did Bath not play with a 13 shirt? Yeah, no, well? they used to play without a 13 shirt because it was bad luck. That's yep.
2: ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That is totally Like not ridiculous. having row 13 on planes.
1: So, yeah, so their fullback was number 16. In the, uh, in the amateur uh, days. Right. Yeah,
2: Angus Gardiner, not the... Gardner. Angus Gardiner. Oh,
1: oh, 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 sorry.
2: Flanker. Did I not say Angus Gardiner? Yeah. Gardiner. Gardiner. Not gardener.
1: Spelt, you, you, spelt. There is the a guy same, like that, but it's just not spelt the same as the referee. Oh, right. The, yeah. The, the,
0: there you go. I remember being massive. Flank,
2: <laughs> flanker 6'1, 15 stone. So not massive.
0: <laughs> massive for those days. But, massive yeah. when, like, six foot guys were massive. Ben Clark. England A. Hard. Do you remember Ben Clark?
2: England A. I do. Yes. Uh, 30, Steve Jomo. So he had 38 appearances. So not an enormous number of appearances. So there you go.
0: Andy Beattie I'm, I'm just saying names. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, here's one for you, Michael Lippman.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. That's now was he one of the ones that was? He was, yes. Yeah. And we all know was the... he one of the ones that was officially, or, yeah, rumored? To... Oh no, he was. Yeah. No,
0: no, no. He was. He was in the thick of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was really good. For it. Do you know what really annoys me about this story is they were clearly guilty, right? They were clearly guilty. They clearly yeah. did something. Nobody tested them. Well. Maybe they tested them eventually. They basically got grassed up. I mean, that is the worst of the worst, isn't it? Grassed up by their own mates. Yeah, basically.
1: But it's it's, this is pre-social media as well.
0: Yeah.
2: For the greater good, though, surely. As
0: in... Would you grass me up? I mean, I do (laughs) copious amounts of cocaine on on a bus. When you're about to play. Or whatever they were doing. (laughs) Whatever they were doing. We mustn't judge. But, you know, you wouldn't grass me up. You're a clean-living guy. Uh,
2: Yeah, true. Unless... You were affecting us from winning.
0: But wasn't the end of the season Christmas party. <laughs> no, no, end of season do wasn't it against Harlequins. Yeah. So they were. On, I'm sure they were on the way to the church.
2: The church in London. Yeah. The church.
0: The church. Yeah. But it was that yeah. last. Last game. in morph suits. I, I, I think it was pre morph suits. <laughs> if you know, if you can remember such a time. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what doesn't sit well with me because we all, you know, everyone suspects that they got grassed up. And the worst thing about being, uh, about getting grassed up, I would imagine. Um, It's like, surely you want your mates to cover for you rather than...
1: Well, uh, the one thing about it is there are some who, well, I don't know, I don't know the ins and outs of this, but I was living in Bath at the time. And there are some guys that were, uh, that never owned up, were never grassed in the same way, but were equally culpable.
0: Is that right? Well, Mm.
1: that's... That was the word going round in certain circles in Bath at the time.
0: Yeah, I don't think I'd like to play it. I, I would, I wouldn't. I'd love to play in Bath. I'd hate to live there. I'd like to live there as a private citizen, so to speak, but I would not <laughs> like to live there as a
2: rugby player. Because you're in the, the kind of public eye
0: all the time. Yeah, I mean, Bath is Bath is rugby, isn't it?
1: Oh, totally. Like Actually, that's one big plus side for any professional rugby player. If you, if you happen to be listening and, and you're choosing a club... Um, as much as the AJ Bell is one of the most soulless places to play a professional sport. No, it's not. It is. Manchester is one of the greatest cities to be a professional rugby player because you can do whatever you want and no one no will one. bug you. Yeah. yeah. You, can, you, you often see the sales
0: show. I mean, the Curry boys will walk around town and no one would ever know. And the flip yeah. side
1: is Bundiaki, You know, <laughs> yeah. straight after beating New Zealand. You're not going to be very inconspicuous <laughs> then, are you?
0: No, not really. That's in, a very good point. And in but, a team hoodie, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I don't
0: get that. Why players? Don't, more players don't come to sale just to yeah. live in Manchester. Well, there's a few who've like tried to get away from uh, some of their past. By coming to Manchester, like James O'Connor, well, okay. like Marlon Yard, so it's almost the opposite. Like Denny Solomon. it isn't. It's almost the opposite to the Bath conundrum, which is let's grass everyone up. You come to sell because we'll we'll hush everything. Yeah,
2: has <laughs> <laughs> got an enormous rug, and just, everything just gets swept under it. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Just keep back row. scoring those tries. Bath back row. Um, so well, Bath, Bath have Bath on paper got the best set of back row in the Premiership.
1: At in the, the Premiership, yes. Hundred percent. No one. Do follow- Bath, when you look at Bath back row. Do they need Mike Williams? No.
2: Unless they're losing someone.
1: Some several people. Yeah. Because they've got really good people. Low and M- Underhill. Matt Garvey's a great guy. Yeah. He's 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 his powers are waning, but you've got Francois Low and Underhill. They're like a they're like a Premiership pooper. Oh, they're yeah, good. Those two are so, they are
2: so good. So good. And with Fallotel coming back in the Ooh. new year. Wow. And Mercer, who is, he is ever improving. He's still not, for me, international caliber back row. But he is always
0: improving. So, they, oh, God, they got some good I don't think depth. Mercer will ever be an international caliber back, back row. There you it's go. Time, He's so young. Time He's 21. Yeah. Just, it's not going to be the size, boys. It's just not going to be there. It might be. He is 6'4". He's, he's he's a, he's totally just
2: right now fairly slim, but can you tell, and you, and you tell
1: that to the Irish back row who aren't the biggest guys? Yeah, they're, but
0: they're not. None th- of them are like Mercer. I mean, Mercers a unique. If he get, if he makes it in,
1: in, in internationals, that because he's so unique, it's, he certainly won't be in Kim there. Kevin because... Reid's not massive, is he? He just had this incredible rugby brain. He's pretty big. And those Irish guys—that's what they've got in common with these New Zealanders—is their. Like in really horrible conditions, filthy conditions, they knew when to keep it tight, when to go direct, when the options were on, and then when they did have the chance, they they took them.
0: Yeah, and they worked they, very very well as a unit. Um oh, my yeah, God, Conan is a big boy. Yeah, they, I mean they are pretty big. Uh, if If Mercer becomes a world class back row, it'll be because he's completely different to everyone else. He'll be world class in his own right, but I don't think he's gonna even be good enough at doing that. Don't That's me. my thought.
2: I, I think. He might fill out a bit more, or I would expect him to fill out a bit more. I'm, I'm still, I'm not sure he w- will be uh, an international calibre back row.
0: Yeah, he was the sort of player that, that's going to score six tries against Romania in the fourth autumn international <laughs> game, which they which, which, which need to fill out. But Falasal, I mean, if you look at Falasal compared to him, you know, those are two guys who are vying for international eight, uh, um, eight honours in the same bath shirt. Um like, he is head and shoulders above the capability of what Mercer can do. Tim?
1: I've just, re- I just remembered a couple of bath-back row players. Oh, yes, please. Like, here's one that should have been a world-class number eight and had all the physical capabilities. And I watched him as a, an under-21 and was like... And in, and in the United team, I went down on a Tuesday night to watch a United game at the Rec. And one of the best young talents I've ever seen at that age.
0: Oh, Go on. I'm going to guess. Is it Simon Taylor? Oh, no, because no, he came no, well late in his what career. What a great player he was. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Gareth Delve. Gareth, Gareth Delve. no. Nice. He was, like, yeah. his dad was a bodybuilder. Yeah, right. He was, Gareth Delve was enormous and rapid. He Just a body wreck. Was he bath captain? I'm not sure. I think he might have been. He, sh- he should have been a, a, he should have been an 80 cap Wales player. Do you, yeah. do you know what Gareth Delve does with his time now? No, what does he do? Do you know?
0: No idea.
1: I, I actually interviewed him on uh, Rugby Did you? Mum's an author.
0: I uh, don't know. <laughs> no, Dad's a bodybuilder. Um, <laughs> he's team captain at Bristol. Uh, sorry, team manager at Bristol. Team manager. Oh, really? Is he? Yeah.
1: Hmm. Interesting. That's cool. Uh, and um, what was I going to say?
2: He, yeah, Gareth Delve was one of the ones that was
0: Bath and Gloucester. That's right, yeah. Wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Well no, that's a That's a 15. Bath to Gloucester switches. Ooh. Yeah. Or vice versa. Ollie, Ollie Barkley, Mike Tyndall, Banners, Atwood. There's quite a lot yeah, of them. Delph. It would have been Carl Ferns. Yeah. But no, it's got to be direct switch. A direct From switch. From one to the
2: other. Yeah.
3: Mm.
1: We then, might do yeah, maybe
2: do that some other time.
1: Um and, and the other one I just thought of, one of one of the favourite players that I used to love watching was James Scabrook.
0: James Scagebrook. And he Anyone? totally he
1: totally changed as a player. When he when he came into Bath Team, he was like this lithe, quick, really intelligent, amazing handling, and by the time he finished his career, and what uh, time he was at Exeter, Exeter, yeah, he was just a brute.
0: gnarly nasty. Mm. Um, anyone who tattoos stars to their elbows and knees, <laughs> <laughs> okay by me. <laughs> Good shout! There I you like, go. I like the wheel of rugby. There you go. So I think the wheel of rugby needs to evolve it. So we. We pull out a name and a team, and then we talk, we, we talk about it, but we don't say anything about rugby. We, we go off on a, on a tangent, or something completely unrelated for five minutes. Okay. Perfect. There you go, Wheel of Rugby. Well, we, did,
2: we did get onto Diamond's Carpet. Diamond's Rug.
0: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare.com slash weight loss.
2: A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: Well, all right then. So uh, we haven't mentioned, and we're not going to mention, and some people have been tweeting us uh, at Rugby Podcast and just saying, you know, um, are you going to mention the... uh, challenge cup um um, i I guess my response is no be better uh i I like making it i like i like the uh i like that it's making getting into the champions cup even even a bigger deal yeah like you want to be you want to be at that top table it go, is a shame go. that we can't watch it because there are some games that I'd love yeah, to watch. Yeah, no, there were. I'm being <laughs> flippant because there were some really good games this weekend. I might but
0: be I, going I, to the Way game. I'm looking forward to that. That will be good fun. I lo- can't wait to visit. Yeah. To visit, uh, visit Connick, if I if I go,
2: I I would love to cover the uh, Challenge Cup as well. But I think I've watched seven or eight games of rugby this this weekend. I can't watch anymore. Yeah. I simply don't have the hours in the day to watch anymore. It'd rugby. be
1: pretty pretty
0: difficult.
2: It's already kind of one.
0: Just
1: because you want to watch Sale and Benetton,
0: I know <laughs> Benetton who lost to bloody Harlequins this week after turning them over last week. Yeah, mm. uh, so con- 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 would be cool and a Benetton game away would be pre- would be pretty very cool. cool, cool. For me,
2: please, very cool.
0: Um, should we go over? Next- well, do you want to talk about any more of these of this week's games in mm. any in any
2: depth? Uh, we didn't really mention the Toulouse Wasps game. Okay, so this was from the first minute when Uge picks, God, up, picks Uge. up the ball and glides in, slides in for the first try. So
1: he's so, he's such a good villain as well because it'd be he's so damn good. So he's yeah. so
0: good. So
1: um, I I tweeted
0: out that I know it's wrong to like him, but I just I like him. I'm, that's it. I'm, I'm going to say it. <laughs> I'm there. I like him. I like him. This is... And then people just send me all the videos of face stamps and everything else. So... <laughs> and you know what? I'd like him more. <laughs> it's so wrong, it's right.
2: Uh, this, this was actually a very, very entertaining game. Some amazing tries, but Wasp just never quite got there. Um, the Willie LaRue try, which was Elliot Daly breaking out of his own 22 and going 60 metres before passing to Willie LaRue, that was a sensational try. Mm. But. Wasps disrupted at the, the line-out, disrupted at the, at the
0: scrum, uh, and just not as good. Toulouse t- to looking great. Sophine Gitoun, 29-year-old. Every time I watch him, he looks absolutely electric. I don't think I've ever seen him play for France. Has he, he, played he, for France? he has played for France, definitely. Has he? Yeah. because he is. I, 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 every time I watch him play, he's awesome.
2: Yeah, he's he is a good player. He definitely played.
0: Uh, and, and well, I mean, I don't know where you go with this for Wasps. I mean, it, it feels a little bit like they've kind of given up. 42-27, 20, That's a massive beatdown. Uh,
1: yeah, it is a
0: massive beatdown. To score
2: twenty-seven points away at Toulouse is yeah. not. It's not a massive beatdown. It is, mate. Forty. Did, uh, did you watch the, points? Did you watch the game?
0: I did watch the first half actually. Um, actually. So, and,
2: you, so you would have saw, seen those two really good tries.
0: Yeah, but. They've still conceded forty-two. <laughs> they points. have.
2: They have. Um, it's not a massive beatdown. So it it I, was. It was a comfortable win for
0: Toulouse in the end. Now, there is some sort of silver lining to all this wasps carry on at the moment. In fact, I think a substantial silver lining. Elliot Daly's going to Saracens. No, 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 no.
1: To open up, um, what was the coffee coffee shop? He said they had him and Jamie <laughs> Jamie George.
2: Uh, oh yeah, he called it something like. Um, um,
1: what did he? What was it? Uh, like, what was? That?
2: I can't remember D and J's or something oh, like that. Uh, Jamie
1: yeah. George. As if that's going to come yeah. up on a uh, on a yeah, Google search. regulation sh-
2: search? Yeah. On no yeah. chance.
0: So the silver lining is, I think they found a legitimate cult hero in Michael. Le, I can't say his name. Le, le bourgeois. Le, yeah, le bourgeois. Le bu, le bourgeois. <şu bureaucracy> I think it's an amazing story. He's twenty-eight, twenty-eight years old, and he seems to be playing better and better and better. I think he's—he's he's not just a legitimate Premiership player. He's a legitimately good Premiership player. He is.
2: He—he he is doing good things. Booge, and, the booge,
0: and,
1: and he looks cool.
2: He does look he quite does cool. Look very
1: cool. And I think this highlights it. And it's—I'm really pleased that more Premiership sides. I mean, it's been forced on them because of the salary cap issues, but they are now realizing how much talent there is in the Championship because that league for years and years and years and ridiculously there's been a lot of clubs that have been signing journeyman players in their 30s on massive wedge who then didn't didn't pan out that was what sale sharks were guilty of a few years mm. ago and meanwhile teams like saracens have been supplementing their star players with guys like chris wiles yeah and P- baz, barrington baz barrington and um uh, there's there's a bunch there's of others of as well. There's, yeah. there's tons of them uh, from dun, the well, championship. Duncan, Duncan Taylor, Duncan Taylor. Yeah, there is
0: loads and loads and loads.
1: I, I well, Thomas Francis uh, uh, to Exeter from Doncaster. Yeah.
0: Christian Judge, uh, um, Christian
1: Judge from the Pirates to, Sar- yeah. to Saracens. So
0: Will Will Will
2: John. Uh, yes. Yeah. And there are so,
1: so there are so many examples of great championship players. So I just uh, that that uh, with the whole ring fencing thing that league and people people complain about the challenge cup getting no coverage championship gets zero coverage and there's a lot of talent there um
0: yeah i just think about this which is like he's 28 years twenty eight twenty eight years old 6 6'3 six he's been rippling up ripping up at the championship level for quite for quite some time it does feel like they should have someone should have given him a chance a lot earlier than when he was twenty eight. Did you see the interview with him? Yeah, I did actually. This That's week. sort of what brought it up when he was talking about how to improve as a player and yeah, the order.
2: But, but some of the criticism he'd got from when he was at Bedford and oh. he said he said he was he was close to actually being sacked. Really? From Bedford. Uh but instead of sacking because he was perceived to be uh lazy and didn't care about the team. Wow. But, and instead of sacking him, they made him club captain. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I do love that when that happens. Let's let, give the captaincy the to the, the guy who least deserves it. <laughs> and hopefully he'll deserve it more.
2: The most talented but least least deserving player.
0: Hold on. Hello, guys. You've heard all about it. So, welcome
3: to Cafe Jinx a la Dave. <laughs> <laughs> <I> just <laughs> How did say, you find that fair play? There
1: are so many videos. If you type in JB George and Elliot Daly, there's so many videos of the two of them chatting together. I, they, they are clearly. Really great mates. Yeah,
2: they really are. They always... I wonder
1: how much that has to do with a move. Oh, w- 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 would you would you move to another club because your best mates there? Yeah. Oh, well, it's actually, like it's like they, know, they, they might, might have had a conversation like, either you come to Coventry or I'll come to London. Yeah, it must happen <laughs> because like you know in England and all the
0: rest of it, they must be needling needling each other, and they are brutal to each other. Like like that's the other thing too. So you know, if us three were hanging out and you happen to play at... Yeah, you know, wasps, and we played at saris Yeah, I, I, legit could happen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we'd be we'd be all over you all the time, all the time. Yeah, so it doesn't surprise me in in the slightest.
2: Yeah, and those those two are very funny together. Although, can yeah, I just say,
0: although I said, um, yeah, it'd make a difference if my best mate was in a rugby club, I might move there. I know it would make no no difference what club I'm at uh, to my best mates. Would it, Phil? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Absolutely not. So yeah,
0: you, you've never played with Phil. No, he's no. not really interested. Even though he's got loads of time now, loads yeah. of spare time. You just oh, need yeah. on, like, one Saturday. All it takes. We played one game together ever in New York. Well, oh, no, well, we played sevens together once yeah, as well.
2: That doesn't really out. count. Yeah, That's one... the
1: only time I played with you was Chawton, the Chalton Knights.
2: One game of 15s together in New York. Yeah. Tearing it up as a centre partnership. I know. Yeah. going to be a beautiful well, partnership.
1: And, and uh, yeah, watch out, watch out for St. Albans Café Jinx a la Daily. Yeah. Opening soon.
0: There you go. Yeah, that that move looks like. Well, actually, it's probably a good time to talk about. Uh, is it Toji signing an extended deal?
1: No idea. I, for some reason, I thought he had uh, this some, week.
0: But they're also. It they also looks like they're clearing the decks, i.e., making salary cap room. Marcello Bosch M- 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 might be going. Yeah. Burger might S- Berger's be going.
2: Dominic Days
0: going. Dominic Days going. I wonder where, where he's Ret- going. Retiring, I think. Is he? Yeah. Interesting. So those those three out. You, those, you might you might nearly be halfway to paying Elliot, Elliot Daily. <sighs> Elliot Daly is worth some money. Mm. Um did I tell you this? I've got an interview and I've not put it out yet with Matthew Tate. I was going to put it out last week but I just didn't I've not, not 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 around to it. But we were talking about um signing in other clubs and you know why you would sign in another club, you know what uh, what is you know what what motivates you. And he told me it's on the interview you can listen to it yourself. When he went from Sale to Leicester, he went for a pay cut and i wonder if Elliot, if Elliot Daly will be doing will be doing the same thing i wonder cuz
2: tate didn't exactly have an amazing time at sale did he he hardly played no so, always injured it might yeah. have
1: been a reflection that he was he was not he didn't prove value at sale well he more than he more than he proactively cuz well the big question would be what was he being offered by sale to stay
0: well, it wasn't Sale who was who's, who's offering him a different contract. It was other clubs. So he went for a paker and less money.
1: And he, well, less money than he was on, but was it less, less money, money than, than he was he... on being offered by other clubs? Yes, that's what I mean. Right. So yeah. there are other offers on the table,
0: and he went for yeah. less money to go right. to Leicester to, so win, that... to win things. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is quite interesting.
1: powerful. You, you know, you want to have medals. The, the cash is one thing, but you want to have those medals in, on the wall, on the mantelpiece.
0: Well, because it does, it does actually matter. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, literally, Matthew Tate scores a try in the World Cup final. He's he's a World Cup medal holder. And his life is completely different to what, to what it is now. Because right. winning things means you can do all sorts right. Math- of other yeah. things.
1: Matthew Tate is one. Yeah. But which other players, at the start of this season, and I'm just trying to think if they all are, which players are in the 2007 World Cup final Ooh. For, for England who are still playing? Was, Flood. I think it was three Toby Flood? Well Flood, played. Uh, well done. Flood Tate, and there's one more. Oh God, Tate.
0: Uh, 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 who would it be? God, I think props or hookers. Yeah, but Vickery Mears would have
2: been there.
3: Because uh,
2: prop, props and hookers, they would have had
0: to be very. Barkley, Oli Barkley, he's not still he's playing. Not still playing Is he, he not? Are you sure Oli not? No, I'm pretty sure. Would it be someone like Tom Vondell? No, he wasn't in that team, was he? Might be in the wider squad somewhere. Maybe
2: in the th- No, I don't think he was in the thirty-one. Mike.
0: Uh, Mike Cat something. Mike Cat is, he is he still still playing? Still playing a bit. Jason Robinson is he still playing? Delalio? Martin Collie. Uh, Cory. No. Uh, no. I've got Wilkinson's no idea. not still playing. Who's the other one? Um, Wigglesworth. Hold on. Dell. No.
1: Oh no, those those are the only two. Oh <laughs> <laughs> There wasn't I thought there was three. Oh so, yeah dear. it was Matthew Tate. I should have just uh, said Scout, who was
2: sc- from from the winning team, Scout Burger. Scout Burger, there still you go. Playing.
1: There you go. Scout Burger. Ah. He's playing in the premiership. There was three. I knew you, One knew. was a South African. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, so winning stuff does matter because I think that if Elliot Daly goes to Saracens, it that will not be the biggest offer that he receives, but the chance of winning stuff with those boys is huge. Oh, what, and same for Jack Singleton, if he goes, Yeah, allegedly.
1: What was the other question? We were in the, On all the long journeys we had, you know, taxi journeys and sitting around over the weekend, there was a bunch of questions um, we were talking about. And the one was, so let me just check this team. But there was one question we asked. It was, can you name the back row that played for England against Wales in 2005? 2005? 2005. Five. Yeah, it was the game that, that Gavin Henson... Uh, I'm aware of it. ...mullered Matthew Tate. M- yeah. And uh, we talk, Wales won I remember the, in the Millennium Stadium, as it was then. So if yeah. I was guessing, Worsley? Joe Worsley was number eight. Was number eight? What? Bloody hell. Yeah. Uh,
2: Lewis
0: Moody? No. No Lewis no Moody. Richard Hill? No. So those guys sort of... Uh, Delilah at six? No. Nope. No, you would never have surely no, you'd no, never that's have That's insane. insane.
1: <laughs> I don't th- I don't think you'll get them. So I'll tell you the teams Reece? and then you tell me the Tom players. Reece? Tom Reese. no. Um he no. So one from Sale, one from Gloucester. <laughs> uh
0: okay, so it's um it's James Forrester and Alex Sanderson. James Forrester was on the bench. Pat Sanderson. No. Nope. Pat Sanderson. James for uh, Gloucester. Um oh, so like Buxton or no, so
1: open, uh, open side number seven. It just oh, uh, uh, not Seymour. Um, Lund, Andy Hazel, and Chris Jones. Oh, Chris Jones. So Crikey. the England back row was Jones, Hazel, Worsley. And how? Did, and how did they lose that game again? <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. Yeah, that's well. That was kind of like the start of the Welsh re, reinvention. Well, you got to remember how bad Wales were for so long. And it's only that World Cup when they nearly beat England. And that was sort of, well, they've had their ups and downs since. But that, to me, was when Wales, all my life, had supported Wales. And that was the first time they ever... That, in fact, that's the only time I can remember them beating England. I know they did beat them when Scott Gibbs danced over. But I wasn't really into it then. Yeah. Great, great day. A great, great day. God, that was a beat down as well. Uh, yeah. Henson. <sighs> Henson. Yeah, it was, that, was, that was amazing. It was absolutely staggering. Start with the uh, Henson Shanklin Shanklin, pop pop combo. Yeah. Good partnership, that. Uh, So, was that Peel? Was that Jones? uh, Shanklin? Uh, Henson, Shanklin, Gareth Thomas.
1: Hold on. Shane Williams. uh, Peel, Jones, left wing, come on.
0: um, Williams. Gareth Williams. 12. Henson. Yes. 13. Shanklin.
1: Correct. 14.
0: it's going to You're be... You're going to get
1: it. wore a scrum cat. scrum cat.
0: Um, Hal Lescombe. Yes. <laughs> 15. Lee Byrne. Uh, Gareth Thomas. Yes. Gareth Of course, Captain. Gareth Thomas. Boom. Good team, Matt.
1: Go on then. Uh, And Pack. Uh, <laughs> loose head prop. Come on. Legend. Gethin Jenkins. Correct. Uh, uh, hooker. Uh, Was at Gloucester as a coach? Uh, Jonathan Thomas. No. No. Uh, no. Leffin Davis. Leffin. Uh, ah, damn tight it. Head
0: prop. Come on. Adam Jones. Yes. The sure it's not Duncan Jones? <laughs>
1: no, it's... Because uh...
0: Duncan Jones had a, a, good, a good run in the well, squad. He was a loose th- head. In 2005,
2: Eve. Of course he was. Well, Duncan Jones played both sides, didn't he? Because in 2005, you wouldn't have two props on the bench. You'd only have one prop. So yeah. you needed someone who could cover oh, both. Oh,
1: good shout. Yeah, you're right. Oh, no, hold on. Yeah, you're right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Wow. So, so was it Duncan Jones? On no, the bench. it was Adam Jones. It was Adam uh, okay, Jones. Okay, fine. Um
1: so, uh, Second rows,
0: Sedoli, Sedoli, yes, and it Sidoli. would have been uh, his little mate uh, Goff.
1: No, no, no shoulders.
0: Oh, um, not a charter, surely. Um, no, um, oh, I know Cobain, Cobain. Brent Cobain, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> and then a back row. He was hard, Brent Cobain, Charvis? I mean, no, no. So the back row is more t- uh Well, you're gonna have to have Jones because he was captain, I, I think, that day. Which Jones? Uh, well, obviously one of them. um
1: <laughs> like, I don't know what Ryan, is Ryan, Ryan Jones. Jones no it says D Jones 6
0: uh, D- uh, D- David David Jones or the guy who played at um, Scarlet's
1: yeah anyway he was 6 Ryan Jones on the bench I think
0: Martin Williams
1: Martin Williams so no, he? number 8 oh um, Michael Owen yes
0: ah. boom good you.
1: that, that's your era that is my era
0: it's all that me and the, me and Bryn Williams talk about is that era of rugby <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Friend of the pod Bryn Williams barbarian Bryn, barbarian,
0: Bryn barbarian.
2: Williams barbarian
0: yeah um Right, we're we going to talk about some games and then yeah. we'll, we'll go home.
2: So, the, we've, we've not quite covered every single game from the weekend. Uh, we didn't really cover Gloucester Exeter in any depth.
0: Yeah, I was just kind of disappointed with Gloucester. And, you know, as soon as Danny. Cipri- it shows how important Danny Cipriani is, not just as a player, yeah, but as yeah, so like a totem to that, entire, uh, to that entire team. And I'll tell you something else which I find interesting um, Owen Williams. You would think, wouldn't you, that Owen Williams would be the ideal 12 to Danny Cipriani. If you want, like, maximum creativity everywhere. And I don't think he's a very good 12. The reason I don't think this is because when you watch um, Brad Barrett um, play 12, right? Ding!
1: That should be about That should be about.
0: Well, because he's so... Uh, he, he's very
1: easy to And watch. who should Brad Barrett be playing for? England. Ding! <laughs>
0: right? But he's, but he's a good example of someone who does real basics real well. So do these starter plays that everyone's so fond of now. So you know you, you start the play, you give it to twelve, and they run something, and then away, away they go. Owen Williams looks to me like he's constantly trying to over to overplay things. So instead of like you know a Brad Barrett or whoever it is who just hits it up hard or straight or give up pass or whatever, you see Owen Williams maybe do like a little dummy, slow down before the line, look for a bit of space, and that's not the whole. That's not the point of a point of a starter play. If it was. You would have your best
1: playmaker starting the play, but you just need to go hard and fast. I've never heard this starter play. I, I know, I know exactly what you mean, but is that a phrase that people use? It is. It, I, it, I, it's not quite in the vernacular that it would be on a um a little bingo card to watch a game with, which would have what would that have on it? If you had a if you had a rugby pro, oh, like yeah. a Premiership rugby bingo card, line, maybe we should make one for Twitter. Line speed, line speed, uh, starter play. <laughs> it would have line speed. It would have boring in um, momentum. Momentum. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. What else would be on it? Uh, there's one... At Rugby Podcast, tweet us what would what should be on a rugby bingo card. Yes. yes. Um...
0: Yeah. So uh, Owen Williams just doesn't seem to fit this mold because he wants to play too much. He wants to be he wants to be the ten. He doesn't want to be the guy who's just knocking knocking the ball up or has a simple preset move which he has to run. What was the word that you picked up on a little
1: while ago? that was constantly
0: being. Heard? Oh yeah, it's gone now. Um, uh, not recycling uh, the ball. No, um...
1: Uh, resourcing resourcing, the the ball. resourcing. yeah god that god, one's that, gone that was a, like a two three week period yeah of where, stupidity yeah. <laughs> yeah we need to resource the ball what what? Can you get some rugby recruitment consultants in here <laughs>
0: Yeah, we mustn't let that one die because people who are using that phrase need yeah. to be held accountable for life. They ruined three <laughs> weeks of rugby. There are so, were, there are there are kids now, and that's ingrained in their psyche that needs to resource the ball. No one knows knows what they're talking about. What are you talking talk, talk about, son? Yeah, it's ruined a lot a lot of rugby careers. That
1: I might stand on the side of a mini mini rugby game. Great resourcing, resourcing that is wonderful,
0: some super resourcing. <laughs> um
2: very briefly back to gloucester yeah. exeter so it was very interesting to hear baxter's comments after the game where he was asked about was anything done differently and he said yes they kind of they'd felt as a group that they'd almost gone away from their exeter like the, the things that make them exeter and they they'd taken the opportunity after the defeat last weekend at home against gloucester to almost reset those basics. So he said...
1: Well, it sounds ominous. It sounds like a Saracens-Borg-type well, system reset. Yeah,
2: it, it was very interesting the way he said it, though, because he said, to reset some of our basics, I won't, he kind of said, I won't say what those basics are, but it was very interesting that as a consequence of that, like the Exeter thing that we see, the driving mall, the pick-and-goes, the really good scrimmaging, they were improved as a consequence, but not of focusing on those, of focusing on other things. Mm. So it's quite an interesting, it's quite a guarded uh, conversation. But very
0: interesting to hear. Oh, yeah,
1: that is interesting. Yeah.
0: Oh, have I just pulled out my... That's fine. Um, so, yeah, just back to the, like these two teams. Uh, my original thought on the game was maybe Gloucester have got the team to match the individual's. And I looked at the base, the two team sheets. Which of the exeter team would you put in the Gloucester team? Oh, so let me help you out. Would you put in Hepburn over Josh Honuck? May- maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Yendel over Vesaki? Probably. Probably. Mm, coin flip though, isn't it really? Um, yeah.
2: Fra- no, I've got more game tape on Yendel. Yendl- yeah.
0: Fran- Francis over ba- ba- uh, uh, Balmain.
2: Uh, no.
0: Okay. Um, Ed Slater and Franco Mustar over Dave Dennis and Sam Skinner. Mm. Uh,
2: I'd probably pick Gloucesters. Yeah,
0: ex- exactly. Back row: uh, Lonsdale, Armond, Uh Chris.
2: I'd have I'd have Armond,
0: but I would probably have Clark and Morgan yeah. again because I've yeah. got yeah. a lot more I, games to play. I on. would you want to say this as well. Gareth Evans playing again. Uh, I've not seen him for years, but he he <clears> used to <throat> be absolutely lighting up. So great, yeah. great to see him playing. God, they've got some good options in their back row, oh, not so, they? It's unbelievable. Um, Willie Hines or Jack Maunder Hines Hines definitely uh, Danny Cipriani or Gareth Steenson Sippers right yeah Sippers
1: I mean, I I mean, mean, he's love just too Ste- talented isn't
2: he I love Steenson I do as well
1: I mean you'd have Thorley over O'Flaherty yes you'd have Williams Sam Hill and Ian Witton, uh, versus Owen Williams and 12 Trees
2: I'd probably pick I'll the pro- two 13. I'd probably pick 12 Trees and Witten mm, on form show. at the moment
1: Sharple's or Cordero. Cordero. I'll take Cordero. And then Woodward over. And then Joe Simmons at fullback or Jason Woodward. Take Woodward. Yeah, yeah. So there's quite. So a... they're going back to Exeter being the better than the sum of the parts, doing the Definitely. fundamentals perfectly.
2: Yeah, yeah. And one thing to note: what the think... the penalty count was 14 for Gloucester, four for Exeter. What, what do... So that helps.
1: Yeah. What do,
0: what, do, what do you think the reset for Exeter is? Do you think they just turf out any? Uh, you know. Any established talent and just replace them with other lads from the local area. No, it's and it, go and win some games. it's
1: done with um, beard, uh, not beard clip, hair clippers. Ah. Yeah. yeah yes, yes good true. C- a ceremonial haircut. Yeah.
0: These massive uh, Z- um, Zimbabwean back rows just aren't doing it. Let's just go and get a guy from a Cornish Tin Mine, bolt him onto the side side of the scrub, and uh, yeah, we'll go and uh, we'll we'll go and be Gloucester.
2: The other thing to notice about this was just how much territory in possession that Exeter had, and. And how they controlled it in their forwards. And the, the tackle count of the Gloucester pack is unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Do you know why we're not uh, top-level coaches, though? Why? Because every, every one of us has picked Danny Cipriani over Gareth Steenson. And actually, if we were even closer we level... Who's won a premiership? Uh, sorry?
1: Yeah, and which one's won a premiership? Yeah, <laughs>
0: Um exactly. If we ever ever aspire to know as much about Rob Baxter, we should always we should always pick Gareth Stevenson. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. But he's so shiny and cool. <laughs> Those <laughs> platinum wrists. Yeah. He's so good at rugby. It's
2: so <laughs> so hard not to pick him. Um very quickly, not going into any detail about the other games that we've not touched on. So we've not really mentioned uh, Saracen's win at Cardiff. That's fine. In dreadful conditions. Yeah. I will mention the, the, this, though. The try at the end was a bit... I'm sure Jamie George did not get that Yeah,
1: I'm sure he didn't get it down. JBBB, what do you want to say?
0: JBBB. JBBB.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I just put out. BB on the end of your name.
0: Yeah. God. God. <laughs> those guys. Um, I will say this about that group in general, though. Uh, I was invited on talk on talk Sports to talk about the Champions Cup, giving a round-up. And do you know who I said by my... Um, my surprise package of the, of the Champions Cup? Saracens? Nope. <laughs> Le- Leon. Oh, Leon have not registered a single point. So that is surprising.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> not the reason So yeah, either.
2: Glasgow did have well, a good win.
1: Your own your own relationships with people does often blind blind you. But they're a good team. <laughs> Carl they? Ferns. No,
0: they're a damn good team. I can't believe they've not <laughs> won a single get registered a single point. <laughs> yeah.
2: Liam, next, next season this is their first season in the Champions League Champions it, Cup it for was, a while
1: it was for La Rochelle last year as well he got to the quarter final yeah.
2: yeah true fair enough
0: and, oh did you see the red card for Liam? I've not seen it no I didn't think it was a red card mind you I need to watch it I only saw it very very quickly um, but it was kind of like a charge down and as he's charging down his elbow went in someone's face and I thought oh mm.
1: uh, yeah it looked a little petulant it looked like he did it deliberately.
0: I need to watch it again, because I have honestly just seen I it I would have been once. happy with the yellow, but I can understand well, he hits why I someone it the head. head. I mean, I thought it was completely accidental. But but, say, but I that phrase that
1: head. we said would start happening started to happen because someone said... and they didn't say... We haven't quite got to the point with if you put your hand in someone's face, which will probably You're get asking. to at some point, like they do with football, but what they actually said was contact was made with the head. So actually, the the, the force of the... People were disregarding the force of the contact. contact.
0: Yeah. Do you know what I hope never happens in rugby? They never say things like, he's entitled to go down. No yeah. one's
1: entitled to go
0: down. Yeah, I hate that. Entitled to go down. Ridiculous. There's a, a little tug on someone's shirt. I, I'm, I'm so angry about the thing in rugby that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: what games have we got next week? Is it premiership? Yes. yes! Premiership. We get to and... play fancy rugby draft again. Yeah! In fact, we need to exchange our players back, Phil.
2: Oh, do we? Yeah.
0: Perfect. Friday <laughs> I night. need Marcus okay. Smith. Right, okay, I'm, yeah.
1: I'm going to do the rundown of games. Go on then. So, Should we do Pro 14 first? Yeah, let's do that. Because um, Cor- it's the Derby games these next couple of weeks.
0: Yeah. Uh, Cardiff versus Dragons. Oh, yeah. Dragons have sacked the coach. Oh, yeah. Bernard Jackman. Mm, go on. Oh, yeah. There, there were
1: some uh, other... He left. He... <laughs> By mutual consent. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I one of, one of wasn't those. Sacked. Wasn't sacked. Like, he, he he left. I really think he... I
0: well, thought I'd say he's the right man for the job when they've done so poorly. But like, I don't think anyone's going to do a better job than that. Well, maybe they depends will. It depends on how much money they're willing to well, spend. Allegedly,
1: Sean Edwards is coming in. He is. Yeah. Well, apparently, yeah. Like you say, that. But like Sean Edwards has
0: got a contract in twenty twenty to go and work for, work for Wigan. So a short term
2: move while he's still uh, contracted by
0: the Wru. Yeah, I don't like it at all. Really, um, they should. I mean, there must be a young, exciting Welsh coach that really wants to, you know, learn something or test some ideas at Dragons. Mm. Yeah, right. It'd be devastating if they brought in like a Rhys Ruddock or someone. So Sorry, Card- Cardiff Ruddock, are going to um, win at home. Might Ruddock. Cardiff are going to win at home. Yeah, I think Cardiff are legitimately quite good when they get people, you know, get all the players out. So yep. yeah, fine. Cardiff at home. And Ulster, Munster. Oh, it's a so big in that. You tell me, Phil. You're the super fan.
1: <sighs> well, they're both. They'll both have their eye on the second weekend in January. In January, but these are big games, and it's the these last, are. last home game before Christmas. Ulster are going to want to put in another big one.
0: Yeah. Give me Ulster. Ooh, Kiwi Munster. Um awesome.
1: uh, I think yeah, I think those pride Ulstermen uh, will do it in front of their home crowd. Yes. Is it Joey Carberry had a shocker? That's the other thing we should have said. Um in in relation, yes, some decisions didn't go Munster's way in the past they've gone their way, so these things even themselves out, but they had the opportunities to win and blew it and Didn't. Joey yeah. Carbery had a bad miss four from from the kicking tee. The, mm.
2: the last one was particularly difficult. It was. But yeah.
1: Yes. Uh, on to
0: Saturday, Jay. Uh, Osprey Scarlets. Ooh. So, Scarlets, despite being woeful this year in Europe, are actually domestically pretty effective. I mean, Se- they're, they're a very good outfit.
1: Se- Starting to get their, some of their big guns back. They're missing, and I was chatting to John Barkley on Friday night. Of the side that played in the semi final of last year's Champions Cup, they, they haven't had all season. And it's partly because some of them have moved on, like John Barclay himself, and Byrne and, and, Ty Byrne. and Ty Byrne who they're missing those two massively. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're, they, they've been without six of their back five on that day. Yeah, Ooh. it's amazing. So isn't it? none of their second row or back row, or sh- them, or one of the men on the bench, not involved.
0: Yeah. God, Shingler would be that huge. is I mean, huge. Shingler was honestly developing into one of the best back row. Yeah, in the United Kingdom. Yeah, Just a knee injury done.
2: Yeah, because he had it all as well. He had the physicality. Yeah. he had the line out. But also his running game and his offloading yeah, game so was brilliant.
0: Do you know when Scarlets won the Pro 14? Uh, I think that was his last game under contract for Scarlets. That's that's kind of how threadbare Scarlets were when, when they won it. And they obviously re-signed him straight afterwards. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, lads like him. Jake Ball, I think, has been carrying some, carrying yeah. some injuries. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, they are pretty good at home. Uh, sorry, pretty good in the league still. Uh, they can go
1: to the Ospreys and win... Ospreys, Ospreys, I
0: think they will. Yeah, give me Ospreys. Give me scarlets. scarlet's. Uh, give me Ospreys. I've changed my mind. Uh, this
1: is a tasty one, isn't it? Who five
2: fifteen who... on on Saturday? I might watch that. Edinburgh hosting Glasgow.
0: Yeah, I love how Edinburgh play. Yeah,
2: yeah. they they're a really really good team. They
1: remind me a lot of how Talk H wants to play. <laughs> there's a there's a massive clear out happened. In their players, and I th- it looks like Richard Cockrell's gone in there and been given license to go. I'm going to keep the people I want to keep, and I'm going to get rid of anyone I don't fancy. Tell you what, and I mean, he's yeah. got
0: rid of a load of players. Yeah, if only he was given license to do the same thing at Tigers, eh? Yeah, if only he was in control of the. If he had total Tigers, control, eh? uh, I, I wish I, I'm going to listen back to the podcast, see what I said about Richard Richard, Richard Cockrell before he got fired. So I'm sure it wasn't this uh, complimentary. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I said, "Well, I definitely thought you should have been fired." And also, I need to look back, listen back to what I said about that's Tigers' structure being the correct structure run by the wrong people. I'm actually... pretty
1: sure, and I'm willing to say it was because I was blinded by the fact that I'd interviewed Cocker's a few times by this point, and I really, really loved the way he spoke. That I was blinded by that. So I, I think if you listen back to our podcasts, I will be defending him right till the very bitter end. I think you probably did actually. Yeah. Um, but I, I accept that's because I was
0: blinded. I, I'm going to say, <laughs> th- there is one thing which is consistent about Richard Cockrell, and that's people that have met him instantly, sort of like him. Yeah. So people around the game who you talk to, they always speak, um, they always speak hi- highly of him. Which is, you know, it's got to be worth something. There are some coaches that no one speaks highly of, <laughs> and, he's, and
1: he's got real spit and sawdust background. He's kind of, you know, maybe not quite like Ellis. Genji Noel West, but you know, looping back to the start of the podcast, he's uh, he's someone that he did there's no public school system that produced Richard Cockrell.
2: No cockers.
1: He's a he's a great character. Absolutely. I'm gonna go for Edinburgh. Edinburgh at home. At home. Give me Glasgow. That'd be Glasgow. a good game. Uh, That's just... a really good game. Yeah, it's probably game of
0: the week. Um <laughs> game of the week. Well,
2: Ulster Munster is is up there as well. Um seven forty five. So three three games on Saturday all at different times. Seven forty-five. Leinster hosting Connacht, which you'd imagine will be a fairly handy home win. Yep. Yep. The the big news coming out of Leinster this week was Johnny Sexton has signed until twenty twenty-one. Wow. When he will be thirty-six. Really?
1: Wow. He only plays seven Pro Fourteen games a season. It's <laughs> that's fine. And that's... he's he's
2: never he's never really relied on his pace. Twenty
1: what? 20? Twenty, no, 20 he twenty-one. Hasn't. You're right. Actually, yeah. So, so he he's really creates space for other people.
2: He does. And his crossfield kick for it was Adam Byrne this weekend was sensational, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. So that's
0: three. He signed up for three Pro 14 finals, effectively. <laughs> uh,
2: maybe a couple of Grand Slams and a World Cup. Yeah.
1: And then uh, the, the biggest game of the weekend, Jay, in the, in the Guinness Pro 14. Here we go. Huge, Zebra huge on, game. On Sunday, 2 p.m.
0: Yeah, well, Zebrae, not so good. Root to the bottom of the table. But Benetton, hunting relentlessly hunting down Phil's Ulster, much like we did last, last year. year.
2: Was it successful in the end last year?
0: It was not successful in the end last year. But this year, it will be, and I fully expect, I expect a Benetton win. Uh, the boys to blow away those scumbags in, in uh, Zebra. <laughs> yeah, we get pretty... Pre- <laughs>
1: Yeah, we get pretty pretty animated about it. Um,
2: <laughs> the scumbags from Palmer. Well,
1: let's yeah. move, let's move to uh, the Premiership then. Friday night is a big game. Yeah, it's huge. I, I love this game. Um, Worcester Northampton. Benny Te'o back. He better be back because he has not played a minute for my fantasy rugby draft oh, team yeah, yet. He's, what... still,
2: he's still in New Zealand pal.
0: Yeah, no, he'll be
1: back. He's still
2: in New Zealand. He'll be
0: back. He's got a rest. Oh, that, yeah, that's
1: exactly six, what. Six Nations coming up in six weeks' time. <laughs>
0: And that's exactly what Worcester will do play Ben Tail. No, they'll never
1: play Ben, ben <laughs> Yeah, Tail. they will. They'll play him. I'm willing it to happen. They cause... don't need him. They've got Ryan Mills and they've got Venter. Nah, they'll, play, they Be- got Ash- they'll Ash- play Ashley Beck. Mills and Big Be- BBT. Has <laughs> Ashley back- Beck got a broken leg? Maybe. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's he's. <laughs> it's, it's all about BBT. Who's going to win, Worcester at home or Northampton away? Northampton Worcester. had a rest week as it turned out.
2: They did, well, but they were, well, they were shoveling they snow. Good... <laughs> Excuse me. G-
1: good night. There was no um, director of rugby. There's no picture of a director of rugby shovelling snow to show how humble they were, like like uh, Dean Richards. I tell you what, if
0: they paid me three hundred thousand or whatever they paid a director of rugby, or you know half that, no way on earth would I pick up a shovel. It's just such a wasted such such a waste of resources. <laughs> I, I, I'll never understand this why you get Could uh, be watching
1: game tape. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like why do we want players who we play five hundred thousand pounds a year picking up tape? <laughs> just got just got, just got the sons to sweep the changing rooms. Let them let let, let them practice line outs. Complete uh, misuse of of resources. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Give me Worcester. I think Worcester as well. Look, Northampton. Northampton mm. have done some impressive things this season, but only Fairly Patchy. infrequently, so yeah. Worcester, Worcester had a good win. I can't remember who against. Was it Pow?
1: Pow, 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 pow. They beat. Uh, this, let's let's talk about one towards the foot of the table, and i talk about an impressive result of the weekend. Bristol going to La Rochelle and winning. Did they? Huge. Oh. Pat Lamb said that's a a massive turning point in their season. He described now La
0: Rochelle. have beaten some of the top teams in the top fourteen <laughs> is my understanding.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, well, Pat Lam was saying that's a huge turning point in their season. Their away form hasn't been great, and they've gone to a, ru- a real cauldron. Bloody hell! That the they now go to a the, real somewhere where, where, where it's a very, very difficult to go. The atmosphere could not be further removed from <laughs> the stadium in the stad. Rock Have LA. you been?
0: To, you need to go to the, to, to, to the, to the corporate bit of, of, of Cell Shocks. Phenomenal! Oh, Phenomenal! Yeah. Um, yeah, a game that I will be attending live. Um, you might you might even be able to come come to the Shark Tank and watch me uh, interview whichever player that they give me. So that'll be that'll be good fun. Sale to um, de- destroy Bristol Bears at home in a good twenty point win.
1: I think Sale will win. I do think they'll win, not by not by loads.
0: Yeah, That's, I think Sale. Put this way, they really need to win.
2: They, they both teams need to win. Uh, sale marginally more than Bristol yeah.
0: well Bristol are on on like, the edges of, of a playoff
1: spot no 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 no. it's two points yeah. like a few losses in there in the relegation but, spot it's, everyone needs to win but you, need, you yeah. have to win your home games Ooh. when you're playing teams around
0: 24 you 24 points is is playoffs now and they're on 18
1: I'm talking of uh, you know basement battles um well, let go to Welford Road well I mean Harlequins aren't in a basement Harlequins are not are these are two I teams think. that you, you, you couldn't I think they could go 4th to 12th <laughs>
0: Uh, I mean give me Harlequins I think Leicester I mean Leicester should win this this is the sort of game Leicester absolutely should win absolutely which
2: is why they're not going to win it yeah give me Harlequins Harlequins away though Harlequins yeah
1: I'm going Leicester at home
2: so this season Harlequins are doing different things this season
1: they are and they're not
0: look they're beating Exeter at home but they beat the Saracens at home that's such a Harlequins thing thing to do Um, Leicester are going to put a tiger in the dressing room and win Ooh, uh, Quins
2: will uh, have a bear in the dressing room, so Quinns are going to win.
0: Yeah, uh, all I'm going to say is, don't do th- that. like? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, um, a a classic case of a mo- of a movable object meeting a resistible force, <laughs> and I just don't know which one's going to come out on top.
2: Harlequins can't win away. Leicester can't win at all. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's find out. They're both going to lose. I'm gonna go, yeah. yeah, is there a way that both these teams can <laughs> lose?
0: Because that's what I think.
1: Exeter v Saracens.
0: Here we go. 3
1: p.m. Saturday. Oh, wow. Talking... Oh, God.
2: Immovable objects, unstoppable force. Wow. Wow. Give me Exeter. So I, I I, like the way that Baxter was talking about the, the kind of reset button and going back to basics. And I think... I think Exeter know what they need to do against mm-hmm. Saracens. I think Exeter are going to win this.
0: Mm, I think Saracens... Look, you can go... Plenty far with great uh, team spirit, togetherness, systems. And you can go really, really far with sheer talent. But at some point, you need talent and systems. And I think X are a little bit threadbare uh, with with injuries and uh, and such like. Saracens have got it all. And they're all fit, pretty much. not all fit, but they're fit enough.
1: Yeah, Saracens went to Sandy Park and won away last year. Yeah. Early in the season. I think Saracens are going to edge it.
0: Mm. I mean, they, they won this week, didn't they, with was it Dom Day and uh, S- Skeleton? Skeleton. So, you know, a, a Toji potentially. Oh, no, no want, he's out. A, a chipped knee. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and so is Chris. Not chipped knee, but he's out.
1: On to Sunday. Newcastle, Gloucester.
0: Gloucester. Gloucester needs to win this. If they want to be legitimate, they've got to win this.
2: Give me Gloucester. But Newcastle are bottom of the table. Newcastle need a win. Yeah, they really do. I mean, and Newcastle, it didn't help them. So, we spoke last week about their tight head prop crisis. This week, after 20 minutes, they'd already lost Johnny Williams and Naguza. They, they were.
1: Chris Harris was hobbling around for a lot of the game. Yeah, he
2: was really struggling all game. So, they are struggling, Newcastle. So, give me Gloucester.
1: Big injury problems. I think Gloucester might
2: edge it. Yeah, yeah oh. Gloucester will win this. And
0: another two teams that. Uh, well, basically the same kind of game. That'd put Leicester versus Holigren's in Bath versus Wasps.
1: Hmm. Wasps
0: to win at home. Depends what back row Bath put out. I don't see anyone uh, having an easy time of it against Underhill and Low. It'd they... be
1: Low, Underhill, and Mercer. Oh, 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 oh.
0: That's quite nice. <laughs> yeah, Bath are a weird one because, like, you know, outside of that second row, they just seem to be full of like replacements.
1: Yeah, they're overhauling their their front row next season. Oh, big time! Yeah, you can tell.
0: Um, there we go. Yeah, uh, sorry. So you want you, you're saying wasps for that? I'm going wasps at home. But Tim,
1: I'm going to go for wasps.
0: Are you working at uh, any of no, these? No. None.
1: No. We've no. been stood down. Not, not working until the new year now. Oh, great. Relax. Good. Was, the European weeks are
2: pretty tough. Yeah, so tough, you're in yeah. Belfast on Friday night. Yes. Train to Dublin. Drive. Uh, a
1: little. A little um, Little seven-seater taxi with some of my colleagues. Nice. Were, who
0: who who who's in the bus?
1: Um. No no names. No names. As in I'm not not as in I'm not telling you. There was <laughs> no one that you would know. Uh, no. Because no, no core
0: talent no him.
1: Well no no because the the talent the, the 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 you know they all do three games a weekend in most cases. Yeah. So in they're a lot flying of from A to B, So they're going B. all. They're going. They they came into Dublin on the Saturday, like Nick Mullins, for example.
0: Ah. Came in on the Saturday. well, they did a lot from the studio this week.
1: Yeah, they, they still send people out to the grounds and stuff. Yeah, but you know it was great. So I got there, got to Dublin by bus, stayed at. I love it. The the hotel where it's literally a hundred meters to the stadium. It's so good to the Aviva. Yeah, it's brilliant.
2: Nice because the Aviva is a little bit out of the centre. Uh, we, I walked it last time I was. Yeah, Bale Bridge, Oh, The, a the bit. previous so, time I was I, there.
1: I tell you, I tell you one thing. I don't think it's not. I don't think it's betraying any trust. I think it's just demonstrating um, how big a name in Dublin Brian O'Driscoll is, which I'm sure you can imagine. Brian O'Driscoll. Okay. Um,
0: <laughs> is, is he
1: on the shortlist for Irish Sports Personality again? <laughs> so we, we were struggling to find anywhere to eat after the game. We were trying. There's a few colleagues. We were trying to find somewhere to eat, and as you can imagine, last. Home game Leinster before Christmas is a big one. Also, loads of works parties and friends. Yeah, and Just couldn't get a table. Brian and Driscoll said, "Oh, I'll try and get one for you." Anyway, we got to this place and it was absolutely rammed. And what one of the one of my colleagues had apparently tried to book a table there a few days before, a few days ago, and they said, "Sorry, we're fully booked." We got there, the place is rammed, but right in the middle, prime spot. There is <laughs> one huge table completely empty, which like. Th-
2: because, because because it's for Brian because Bod is always reserved for Mr. O'Driscoll.
1: whenever he needs to tell, when whenever his friends need to go there wow
0: yeah so everyone says how nice Brian O'Driscoll is and i believe it i he really is. do believe he it is. um he, he comes across great on tv but i think it is quite easy to be nice isn't it when people reserve you tables i think <laughs> when be nice. everyone loves you <laughs> yeah <laughs> everyone yeah. no, yeah, no, no one right. ever has a bad word to say about yeah. you um, well,
1: no, they obviously, you know, did what you do at, um, when you're at home, when you're having a, all the family round for the roast. You get the occasional tables out and put some extra chairs. It's like, yeah, all right, Bod, we'll we'll get some extra chairs out. Let's for see you. what
0: we can do. See what we can do. I love it. Uh, before we go, I think it's probably just delving into the the, the pit, which is so, which, which which is social media, with it with, uh, with this tweet. For f's sake, to be clear, I don't care that uh, uh, that Fury not nominated. I was highlighting whilst Twitter is clamouring for him, oh, uh, him and O'Sullivan. I'm I'm piping up for Best and Jacob Stockdale even. Social media, social justice warriors, go have a herbal tea. Winky face. Yeah. <laughs> who wrote that? <laughs> who wrote that? I know, I know who wrote that. Uh, we'll leave it there.
1: <laughs> well, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can't mention the name Tyson Fury without people then accusing you of being a homophobe, a homophobe apologist. And all I was actually doing was Home saying... All I was actually saying, the whole point of the tweet was Rory Best should have been mentioned in the context of Rory sports Best should, personality.
0: Of course he should. Well, no, he's already one Northern Irish sport, sports. No, his stockers. No, stockers did. Yeah, but you know there'll be another one for him. The, um, yeah. Uh, look, here's, here's the point. If you're getting your moral guidance from... Uh, from a heavyweight boxer, you probably you probably need to look for other sources. That's what I'm saying. Yes,
1: and you're allowed, And also, if you do enjoy the story of Tyson Fury and his comeback from prat- literally about to kill himself and being about 25 stone to tying and arguably should have won a heavyweight world title belt, um, the, the, all in the space of. Less than two years. If you if you appreciate that turnaround, it doesn't mean you are for homophobia.
0: Oh, It doesn't mean
1: that. It doesn't mean that. Right.
0: Oh. I I was completely. Yeah. Because apparently, sense.
1: yeah, you you can't have an, You have to vet everything that anyone's ever said Is, uh, that sounds and right. examine the context of it the, before yep. you're allowed to say anything about anybody. Yeah. And uh, if you want to come join the cesspit, I tell we're, you what, we're though, at rugby like, podcast. Just
0: just <laughs> just whilst we're on Tyson Fury. Forget all the mental health stuff. It doesn't really interest me. That, um, uh, that but don't much. forget it, JB. We're gonna... don't forget it, of course. <laughs> don't, don't forget it. But what amazes me is dropping 10 stone. Yeah. Yeah. I, not just dropping 10 stone. Dropping 10 stone and becoming a world class athlete again. Not just a 10, I mean, lots of people have dropped 10 stone. Very few people have dropped 10 stone and then been able to compete yeah. with a yeah. guy like Bloody uh, the the, well, Wilder? Wilder. Yeah. Who is a world,
1: world class athlete.
0: Yes. So. Yeah, it, 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 there's a film in here somewhere. Yeah, so if you want to
1: watch um, Social Justice Warriors getting into me and JB, he's at JB more. Moore. I'm at Cocker. Phil won't give out his lurking account. He's there, He there, just though. watches from afar, but he's always, out there. He'll just lurking. slide into your DMs. <laughs> 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 and on that, uh, let the boys play.